party started. It's the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. Crash. Snakes have ears? Oh, boy. Yeah, Crash, it's okay, buddy. One, like, where? Oh, snakes don't <laughs> have the external ear. No. <laughs> oh, no, but like, what you were picturing <laughs> what? What were you picturing? Elephant ears on a snake? No, I know. Mars, when I was at the hospital yesterday, I have a... She got a muscle, too. I, yeah, the muscle me. I mean, <laughs> Ginge. AI DJs are on their way. Yeah, this yeah. chat GPT is getting a little too familiar. I know, yeah. we were excited with it, and now we're like, mm. Robots taking everyone else's job was funny. Until it's... This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Producer Haley. Haley, I out of love all it. of the things to do, you sit at home and think to yourself, I'm going to become a singing telegrammer? Well, I saw some TikToks pop up on my feed. I'm like, I feel like I can do this. And, and you, the Now family. Uh, your story involves a repo, right? I was a bitter ex-wife, and I let them take it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Like, you, how? What do you mean you let them take it? Like, you just stop paying? All of a sudden, one day I would drive by, and I'm like, "Hey, the car's gone." <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't just stolen? Huh? Doesn't matter. It's not mine anymore. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't her car. It's showtime. The Crash and Mars Show. The Crash and Mars Show. Right now. Oh my God, guys! We're so close, so close to kicking off a long weekend. Oh. It's, it's got Friday vibes. It does, but it's not. It has Friday vibes. But it's not. But no. it's not. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but damn, weather's looking good. Mm. We're holding up. We're holding up, leading into a beautiful long weekend. Yeah, it's supposed to be um, those like super rainy, they're calling, on like Canada Day. Oh, yeah, fireworks yeah. and stuff. Yeah, but leading up to it, it's beautiful. Oh, okay. Yeah, enjoy that <laughs> <All right. laughs> while you're at work. <laughs> okay, all right. Fun. Sure. Uh, yes. Sure. Yes. Yeah. How's everybody doing? How are you doing, Haley? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. It's a good day. You guys are uh, twinning today. Did you call each other? Or what? I know. Haley and I, for some reason, wore the exact same thing to work today. I love it. I was so stoked when I walked in the building and saw that Mars is wearing a similar outfit to me. I was like, oh my God, we're twins. Right? Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, what do you call it? A pantsuit? Jumpsuit? Yeah. Mars has got a jumpsuit on. Jumpsuit. Yeah, I got a jumpsuit. Jumpsuit and jean jacket. Yeah. I've got uh, flared pants. Yeah. And my little tank top. So it's kind of like a jumpsuit. Yeah. It looks like a jumpsuit. Looks like a jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. we're both wearing jean jackets. And flowy pants. And flowy pants. Is this like jean jacket weather? Well, it makes the outfit look nice. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's just like one of those things that you throw on. Yeah. I should have worn my jean jacket, you too. You should have. We yeah. could have been a club. <laughs> that would have been weird. <laughs> that would have been rad. People tune into Now TV. They're like, what is going on there? Yeah. You got a jean sponsor? My Damn right, we did. I'm going to get morning show jackets. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a big crest on the back. Yeah. <laughs> just Now Radio. <laughs> oh, my God. You got to G- wear them everywhere. Yeah. Ginge takes the day off, and we all wear our denim. Yeah, yeah. We're like, finally, we're like, we can finally, wear denim. We can all wear our jean jackets. <laughs> He's such a buzzkill on denim. He, is, yeah. he refuses. <laughs> he refuses to wear a jean jacket. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I want to bring up something here. Um, uh, you guys constantly rag on me for, uh, like, having a short temper. Oh, well. Tem- uh, tend to blow a fuse periodically. Haley, you know what I came home to yesterday? <laughs> what? <laughs> I came home and I'm like, oh, I had a relaxing day. I went to the gym. I picked up some stuff. And I come home and... 
in the basement. Mars ripped the sound bar off the wall and ripped out all the wires behind the TV. I'm like, this what the hell happened down here? Dumb thing. It is the dumbest thing we own. See, guys, don't believe everything they say. I, I'm fine with temper or short fuse. Well, I wouldn't Mars say that. is crazy. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not ripping equipment off the wall. Oh my God. I don't know if you guys have a sound bar or like some. We don't. We don't have like a big uh, like sound system with the speakers. We have a sound bar. Yeah. yeah, just like the little bar that goes across those. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like it, it's. A, it, we have it like a mounted under the TV, mm-hmm. and it has the dumbest cable. <laughs> The dumbest. So there's two cables. There's like the power and then there's, what is that one called? The optical cable. The optical. Mm -hmm. Mm. So I got home yesterday after doing what I was, you know, work doing what I was doing. Mm. And I was like, I'm going to take 30 minutes on the couch and just watch a little TV. For yourself. Yeah. For myself. Take some time. Yeah. And I turn it on. No sound. (laughs) And I'm like, this is dumb. (laughs) So I get up and I'm like, well, what the hell's going on here? Power bar is on. No sound. So I'm like, oh, I'll bet you it's that dumb cable. So I kind of like peek behind the sound bar <laughs> and I can see like because I'm looking like this. I'm like, oh, yeah, look at that. I'm like, that stupid cable is uh, hanging out. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So I get my little fingers behind there and I'm trying to plug it in uh-huh. and it won't go in. And I try to plug it in again and it goes into the like to the little hole uh-huh. and then just falls right out. Of course. And then goes in and then falls right out and then goes in and then falls right out. And I'm like, this is the dumbest thing. So I ripped it off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> that escalated quickly. <laughs> I put the sound bar in between my legs and I tried jamming the optical cord into the sound bar and it wouldn't go in. It wouldn't stay. So then I ripped out the power cord and I just leaned it up against the wall. <laughs> Not my problem. Like what? And then changed the TV settings to, yeah, so the TV speakers yep. running. I'm like, oh my God. I changed all the audio and I'm like, put that back to the internal speaker and here we go. Only to find out that that optical cord <laughs> doesn't plug in. It quote just sits there. It's a dumb design. It's so I, dumb. I will give you that much. It is a I dumb design. It doesn't it. like clip in. It's just it kind of rests in there and it can fall out. Well, that's a pain. It is. But for years it's been that way and it's been fine. Oh. And I don't rip it off the wall oh, to I put the wire so back frustrated. in when it falls out. Oh, I wonder if the cat knocked it out. Oh, oh it, you know what, Haley? Honestly, a breath of wind. <laughs> Someone could have walked by it. And the, and that's stupid. It doesn't go in. It, it, sits, it in sits in there. It sits in there. It sits in there. It sits in there. There's like a subtle little click, but it, the, the click is not enough to really hold it. Oh, my God. Yeah. It doesn't click at all. Listen to how upset she's getting again. See? <laughs> because it's so I could only, dumb. I should have went back on the security footage and just watched you rage out on this TV. Oh, I hate it. If the TV wasn't bolted to the wall, you probably would have ripped that off, No, too. I didn't touch the TV. Yeah. Just shaking it. Just that. <laughs> Give me audio. Mars smash! <laughs> like, grabbed the soundbar and I was like, I can't see because it's up against the wall. And I'm like, this stupid cord. So I just went, Tink! and I just pulled the soundbar off the wall. Yeah. We had uh, soundbars growing up in my parents' house. Mm. They were like the Bluetooth ones. Oh, yeah. Except oh, they were yeah. the standy-uppy ones that like went behind you. Oh, I like the tower ones, oh, yeah. and they never worked. Never worked. because oh, they were doing like the whole wireless thing. Well, they were trying to do the wireless thing, yeah. and they wouldn't sync up with the TV 100%, yeah. but it was if you were on a certain setting and you had to tweak it just right, yeah. then you could get the sound to line up. Oh. But you had to call dad every single oh, time you God. wanted to watch TV, and he'd go... Oh, 
why you watch TV? Can we do a chorus? Because there would be like a millisecond delay on another yeah. speaker. Oh my god, that would drive me oh, bonkers. It's just I wonder if he set it up like that on purpose so that we couldn't watch TV downstairs. <laughs> or maybe he didn't even hear it. Um, maybe he didn't hear the difference. It's very likely he's uh he's losing his hearing a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he's like, I don't know what you guys are hearing. I was like, I see no delay. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. That sucks. I would not be able to watch TV yeah. like that. And then sometimes it would be really bad when we would sit down for like a family movie night. Yeah, yeah. And the first half hour of the family movie night is my dad screaming at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get the stupid soundbar to work. Anyone else having problems with soundbars? Oh, God. I, I feel like technology has come a long way where things should just connect perfectly. And I don't even know. It's been a while since I bought a new soundbar. Yeah. Are they still being connected with this optical wire? Because no I've never had good luck with the optical wire. It plugs into the TV nicely, like click. Yeah. But the soundbar, I've had two different soundbars with the wire, and it just kind of sits in there. That's weird. It's Why? A, it's a bad design because I've oh, this one's stupid a cords. Yeah, this one's a Polk soundbar, and my other one was a uh, JBL. Mm. And and they both, they both were like shoddy optical cable plugins. I started googling soundbars yesterday, so after I got uh, the TV working to yeah. watch my my show, I was like, "Well, let's look at some soundbars here." But if they're all the same, well, because they're really expensive, they mm-hmm. are. Yeah, which is stupid. Yeah, the, this soundbar is very expensive. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a really good soundbar, just. It doesn't hold the cable. <laughs> it doesn't do what it's supposed to. No, no. But what are you? What are you supposed to do? I don't know. Glue like, it? Like tape it in there? Well, I do have a piece of tape I on know, there. I know, I saw yeah, that. there's some Gorilla tape on there. Yeah, which I also couldn't peel off, so I was like, come on, stupid tape. Yeah, I've wrapped Gorilla tape around the wire and then taped it to the soundbar <gasps> to hold the wire in. That's why it's been holding for so many years. And then I don't know what happened. Mars ripped it Did you like out. fall into it or something? And, like, no, I didn't fall in. When I came home, it was out. <laughs> yeah. People are saying that we are way behind the times. They say that using that optical cable is last century. You're going to have to switch to HDMI. Oh, they're doing HDMI. You know what? Here's the thing. It is an older. Like, we've had that soundbar for what? Oh, that one's going on probably. Nine years? uh, Yeah. Oh. Seven? Probably seven. Seven seven years? years. Holy moly. I know. Like, it is time. But the thing is, is that it's not broken. Yeah. It works Like, it works. And when like, it works. I paid, I think, like almost 500 bucks for this stupid thing. Yeah. The sound just, bar so and the wireless sub. And yeah. yeah, it's great. It sounds good. You can't get rid of it. <laughs> well, yeah, I can't. Unless because well, it's not broken. If I can get half price for it on Marketplace. Yeah. Hmm? It's, yeah, do it. Because it's just a really crappy design. Yeah. Would, would someone want an old poke, an old polk, <laughs> an old polk uh, soundbar, something that I just ripped off the wall. Yeah, yesterday. and everyone's everyone's raving about Sonos. I see um, that. Oh my god, the price on that! What's oh, the yeah. price of a son- Sonos? Give it a Sonos? Google. Sonos? Give it a Google. Okay. Yeah, They're, Sonos soundbar. They're up there with like Bose. Yeah. Oh, with a, expensive. Sonos does sound very good. It does. I don't like the size of them. No. Why? They're just uh, they they look a little bulky. Well, so like does for, the Polk. The Polk no, is no. The Polk uh, compared to the Sonos one is the Polk is very streamlined. Well, I almost javelined it. <laughs> very aerodynamic. It. Thousand bucks. <laughs> oh my god. Right? What? Oh yeah. No, we're not doing that. Thousand dollars. No, no, no. So you're gonna stick with the wire. You're okay yeah, with the okay. wire. Yeah. I'll get a hot glue gun. We'll glue this wire in. Yeah. Just putty it in or something. Good I, for I, another five years. Thousand bucks. I'm not spending that. <laughs> yeah. Whew. Well, yeah, the optical cable is ancient technology. Yeah. My JBL one, that was connected via uh, HDMI. Why did we hate day. that, though? Um, we hated it for some reason. Uh, it was because it's bigger. 
and the polk was more streamlined. Mm. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, I have a hard time feeling sorry for you. Uh, <laughs> no, no. God. Oh, what is this? The sound. Uh, this is from James. Says my soundbar upstairs literally fell off the wall and broke the front cover. Now there's uh, tinny sounds whenever you use it. No. Oh no. And you're yeah. like, oh, the price of this. No. <laughs> yeah. And those covers, you can't find a replacement for them. It's no. hard. Oh, God, no. no. Yeah. Because I've got a little uh, portable Sony speaker. Yeah, yeah. And Loki got a hold of it when he was a puppy and pulled the faceplate off of it. <laughs> yeah. It's so warped, but it still kind of like clicks into it place. It does the job. So we've got a real rough looking speaker. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it, it keeps it from being tinny, though. So oh, I can yeah, just yeah. Pop the faceplate. My God. <laughs> I know that my first order of business when uh, I moved out on my own, I'm like, I'm getting my own sound system. So I had the Kenwood amp. Oh, and yeah. Then, I wanted like, a the, sound system, The whole eight-speaker system. Yeah. I'm like, listen to this. It's not like I was an audiophile or something. I just, I'm like, this is what you need. And then every time I moved around, I just kept setting that up. And then I gravitated to the sound bar and look at the problems I'm having now. Yeah. yeah. Go back need, to wires. Yeah, you need all eight speakers. <laughs> Get them back. Remember that setup? They speakers galore. Yeah, speakers everywhere. They were everywhere. In bookshelves, on the coffee yeah. table, under his big sub. Everything's wired too, so you had to tuck all the wires underneath the carpet or in the baseboards underneath the baseboard there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone said do the um, beam Sonos, not the one that I was looking at. And the beam is six forty nine at oh, Best Buy. That's not bad. What? Uh, Sonos but, beam. Uh, uh, Mm. It's yeah. not the arc. He said it's smaller, better sound at lower volumes. Yeah, oh. Well, that's good. We like lower volumes. Do we? Yeah. I like it pumping. Well. Pump it. No. <laughs> that's a hangover from you being 19 and <laughs> with your eight speakers. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Hello, oh, buddy. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. I may be on the market for a soundbar. Yeah. And yeah. you may see a Polk one on Marketplace. You might, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, do some news here. We got a, another gorgeous day. Yesterday was a hot one. Yeah. Um, today, we're looking at... Oh, yeah. By the way, we have a heat warning, which means it's staying hot for a bit. Yeah. Um, 30 today, mix of sun and clouds. Small chance you might see an afternoon thunderstorm yet again because of that heat and humidity. Uh, 29 tomorrow, and then tomorrow night, you could see some showers rolling in. A little bit of a cool down begins for the long weekend. 21 on Saturday. Uh, good chance you might see some showers. 19 Sunday, 19 Monday. And then temperatures climb for next week again. Yeah, back nice. up into the... Just a cool down over the weekend. Back up to the mid-20s. Mm-hmm. Uh, traffic looks good this morning, guys. Just remember, I want to remind you about the construction on the Anthony Henday at Cameron Heights. The bridge construction there down to one lane, both east and westbound. You can expect some major delays. It's also down to 60 kilometers per hour through there. So every morning, people are lined up <laughs> waiting don't, waiting don't. in that area. Uh, take White Mud as an alternate route if that uh, so suits you. Let's get to the news. It is Thursday, June the 29th. Uh, Ginge is off today and tomorrow. So the Edmonton Oilers yesterday had entered the 2023 NHL draft with no first round pick for the first time since 2006 and just the second time in the franchise's 44 year NHL history. The hope was that opening round would produce some drama on the trade front, perhaps even a deal involving the Oilers instead. Uh, there's really nothing to report. 
Mm. Nothing, nothing really. Uh, nothing major. Yeah, nothing really going on. Uh, now, with that, there was some, uh, I guess, some drama with some other teams. Uh, Milan Lucic is apparently going back to where it all started. It looks like he's expected to return to the Boston Bruins. The recently 35-year-old spent his first eight seasons of his NHL career as a member of the Bruins, hmm. and it looks like that will, in fact, happen. And then Carey Price, uh, the Montreal Canadiens, where uh, they let um, goaltender Carey Price announce the fi- team's fifth overall pick yeah. at this year's NHL draft. And uh, the only problem is, is Price couldn't remember the name of who they were picking. Oh, no. <laughs> Which both Crash and I watched this this morning. We were like, well, does he not have a teleprompter? Mm-hmm. You think it they doesn't would, look like he does. Yeah, you think they would have like teleprompter cards or something? Like a tablet built into yeah, the like podium some, or, or something. Standing there Anything. with the name. Yeah, he got the first name right. Yeah. It was the last name that he just couldn't recall. Mm. Have a listen. Bonsoir. The Canadian de Montreal are proud to select David. Oh. Oh God. <laughs> oh no. We planned it that way. David Reinbacker. Reinbacker. There you go. You can hear some people like yelling it. Yeah. They're like, we know who it is. And he's like, "Uh, why didn't he just like try it? It's Backer or Bacher. One or the other. I don't think he knew at all. Like, I don't think he knew. Oh, like he just forgot. Oh, yeah. The whole last Because he wasn't reading it. I think he knew David. But that's why I said on a teleprompter he would have had that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But he couldn't remember it. So it was uh, it was pretty funny. That sucks when you get a giant brain fart. Oh, yeah. Yes. It happens all the time on this show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It sure does. Yeah. All right. Let this story be a lesson to anybody who's going to head out and do a little fishing. Three anglers from Alberta have been fined $10,000 each after they were found to have violated the Fisheries Act. The government of Canada announced it on May 26 in Prince Rupert. Three anglers had to pay thirty grand, and then were slapped with a ban on fishing for two years. Thirty grand? That, yeah, it's, oh, that's how much. Man, Ooh, that's expensive. What were they doing? Like uh, keeping fish that they shouldn't have kept, or had just had too many? Too many possessing mm. fish in excess of their daily license limit, possessing fish where the species could not readily be determined, and possessing fish where the size could not readily be determined. So I don't know anything about fishing. I'm not a fisher. I didn't grow up with fishermen. Mm-hmm. What's what? What? <laughs> like, I mean, first of all, don't overfish, obviously, I guess, yeah. if, or know your license. But what does that mean where the size could not readily be determined? Do they... Uh, or the species. I'm going to guess they cut them apart already. Yeah, they probably... Oh. Like, they probably the had coolers or whatever, and they all they already diced them up, I'm so kidding. you couldn't tell Oh, you're not allowed size. to do that? Well, I'm... You're I'm, not, I... I've never fished that much where I've had coolers of cut up fish. They had coolers. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I've had a couple hanging on the chains. I'm like, all right, let's do a fish fry. <laughs> Apparently, members of the public saw the group of men trying to pros- process a large amount of Pacific halibut. So someone called it in. They found that contrary to the conditions of their license. Oh, here it is. The group had cut up their catch uh, into chunks. So the size and the number of the fish that they caught could not be determined. 
Apparently, they went to their hotel as well. Man, these, these guys don't mess around. Wow. And they found five more coolers of various species of rockfish, including lingcod and yellow eye, a species that is illegal to retain recreationally. Ooh. The halibut they had totaled in excess of 150 pounds. Oh, man. That's a lot of fish. It was seized and used as evidence. Just a quick Google. There's a lot of fines dished yeah. out in BC over uh, fishing. Really? Yeah, yeah, I'm seeing like ones for a hundred thousand, fifty thousand, another fifty thousand, and that's just within this year in the last couple months. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, don't mess around yeah. if you're going to be fishing. Like back in March, three men fined a hundred thousand for illegal fishing off wow. BC coast. So they do say if you plan on hmm. doing a little fishing, regardless of what province you're in, make sure you refer to the sport fishing regulations for that province. BC, Alberta, Saskatchewan, fishery notices, or if you're going to be in BC, there's Fishing BC apps. You can get um, up to date information on recreational fisheries. Now, I don't know if these guys knew what they were doing or not. Like if they knew they were going over. Oh, I think. Like, I think they, when you're you're cutting the fish up like that, you know. Okay, so these guys are yeah. probably know what they're doing. Yeah, Cheryl says they they lop the heads off, so you couldn't determine the size or species. Oh, okay. Mm. So you can't do that. Yeah. Oh yeah, look at you guys are fisher, fisherman. Mm. When was the last time you were fishing, or have you ever been? Have you ever cast a single line in a lake or ocean? Yeah. <laughs> was, way now back. was this a dream, I, like a no, childhood dream? <laughs> no. Um. Uh, I think I was like little, little. It was in Ontario. Oh God! I was with oh, my dad. You were no, we were visiting. I think oh. I, I think I was like I don't know, maybe seven or eight. Mm-hmm. I went out with my dad and and his brothers, and we Is this did just a made up story because no. it sounds like something you should do with your dad. No, <laughs> I have a few of those. My, <laughs> I know. <buddy. laughs> I know. Um, my dad took my brothers a lot. They went out a lot. Oh yeah, but uh, you just had not, no interest. I, I wasn't interested in it. I was yeah. pretty bored actually. Mm-hmm. You fish, Haley? Yeah, I like fishing. Mm-hmm. I like it's quiet and you get to sit in the sunshine. Yeah. Do you like casting or do you like throwing down a jig? What's the difference? What's a jig? Well, a jig, you just drop it with the little weights, and oh, it's got minnows and stuff hanging and that's on with it. the little floater boy? Yeah. And then once it starts bobbing, yank it up. Oh, no, I'm a caster. Oh, okay. I like yeah. to cast in real. Mm-hmm. I'm not very good at it. Yeah. So you love fishing. Why don't you put that uh, life-size, uh, that oversized fish hook in your house? Well, no, no it's ugly. It's no, 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 no. Likes fishing. Hayden, put it up. No, no. <laughs> Hayden, if I come home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's in the house. <laughs> Haley has a giant fish hook that's like a display from uh, Fish and Hole. Yeah, it's like a big Rapala fishing hook. Put it up. No, it's, crash. It's in the garage where it will stay. Put it on the wall outside of your house. No. Take, take it to the dump. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, if I put it outside my house, it's gonna get legs. Somebody's gonna, somebody's gonna steal it. There's it's nothing a wrong hot with commodity. that. It's great. I know, but then I will never hear the end of it from Hayden, and we'll have to go look for a replacement. Yeah, you and will. And I don't want to replace it. Yeah, it can just hang out in the garage and be chill you're there, forever known as the fish hook house. Oh, great! We're yeah. <laughs> already this not greenhouse. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Many a neighbor has told me. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh no. <laughs> this text here five six seven eight nine says as a cop I had to arrest a guy in the middle of a night in the middle of the night for a warrant out for too many hooks on a line <gasps> know your rules and be careful when you're fishing mm-hmm. oh. yeah I uh, haven't done any fishing here um we're we're barbless here too right yeah yeah barb I, I would imagine probably barbless across Canada for the most part yeah, yeah. I remember pinching the barbs down with the yeah. pliers on all my hooks. oh yeah you get the new hooks you grab the pliers 
squish, squish, Pinfum. squish. Yeah. yeah, that was my favorite part, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Serious business. Uh, this text here says, guys, if you get caught hunting, fishing illegally, they can find you. They'll take your boat, your truck, your ark, anything that you use to get the animal. Bye. Yeah. Growing oh. up, we had uh, fishing wasn't a problem. It was uh, poaching. Uh, people uh, hunting at night with uh, big spotlights. What? Yeah, it was terrible. Big vines for that. Well, big vines for poaching. Mm. Another text here, 56789, says you need to be able to identify the species of fish. Same thing with deer. You have to be able to identify the deer if you're hunting. You cannot remove the tail, for example. Okay. Mm. Hmm. All right. Interesting. So keep that in mind if you guys are going to be going out doing some fishing. It's It's the long weekend coming up. It's a fishing weekend. Oh, it's a fishing weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So get your new lures. Get them down at the fishing hole. Sure. Indeed. There you go. Not, this conversation is not sponsored by the way. It should be. Just, it should be. I need a new fishing rod. Yeah, I need a new tackle box. Gosh, just singing jingles. The U.S. Coast Guard said yesterday that medical professionals will analyze, quote, presumed human remains that have been recovered from the wreckage of the imploded Titan submersible. Now, the statement marks a bit of a change from earlier comments yesterday that suggested that the remains of the five people aboard the doomed expedition to the wreckage of the Titanic may never be found. Mm-hmm. Now they're saying they might have something. I know, it's uh, once again morbid, but I, I go down these wormholes and I'm mm-hmm. like, well, what did they find? Oh, And like, I, I want to know, like, did they find a foot? Did they find a... Yeah. Uh, a I've, arm, hand, anything. I spent a good 20 minutes yesterday right? Googling to see if I could see the, the pictures of the wreckage that they've got yeah, released yeah. so far. It's interesting. I know there's some good footage on uh, TikTok and stuff too, like different angles. I'm like, oh, and I'm trying to see. And like, it's it's morbid because people died. Yeah. yeah. But I want to know. <laughs> I, I There is a, obviously. Yeah, the curiosity is getting the best of me. And I want to know what DNA was found in there now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was like... Uh, um, like I'm guessing like, it, it would a, be. It would sound horrible. A full person? I don't think so. No, I don't think it was that. I'm gonna guess it's just like particulate of, like maybe skin or something. There's yeah. what they're running in the news is the wreckage. Oh yeah, I've seen every yeah. angle. So of this. you yep. could have a. There could be part. I'm guessing maybe some parts got caught up. Maybe bones. Because investigators are actually surprised some of this um, watercraft didn't squish like they thought it would. Right. So. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't know what what is captured. Yeah, I'm like, thinking that if there was a rupture in the 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 hull, the hull of the ship, yeah. all the air getting sucked out, mm-hmm. uh, like all those people get sucked out too. Yeah, yeah. So well, I don't think there's a lot of people. There. I actually might be able to clear a bit of this up for you guys, okay? Because I too went down a wormhole yesterday mm-hmm. because obviously our fascina- fascination with Ocean Gate just keeps manifesting itself in weird ways. Yeah, and here's what I found: a 2009 clip from MythBusters has gone viral because it shows what happens to the human body during an underwater implosion. Mm. So basically, exactly what happened. Now, okay, bear with me. These guys made a fake person out of pig parts, Mm -hmm. including bones, muscle, skin, fat, and guts. They put it in a diving suit and sunk it 300 feet underwater and let nature and pressure take its course. Uh Uh-oh. And they only did 300 feet. Yes. If you want to watch this on your own, go for it. I'm going to give you a warning, though. It's pretty gruesome. I'm just watching it right now. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Ooh. No. Do you want me to put it up in the app for... Yeah, I can. I'll throw a link up here. Throw a link up there. Yeah. It is pretty gruesome. What happens mm-hmm. to the body? Yeah, there wouldn't be. Let's just say there wouldn't be anything solid. No. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. 
I kind of figured it. So I'm, yeah, I'm guessing they're like, oh, maybe that's blood or something. That's a DNA on something. That's yeah. The test. Now mm. some people are saying that the reenactment that MythBusters did has very little in common with the last moments of the doomed Titan sub passengers, and other people are saying, well, I mean, they were down there at a at a certain depth. Authorities have said that most likely all five were instantaneously killed uh, because they were at a much greater depth and under much higher pressure, saying, quote, they probably would have had no idea what was going on Mm. at the time. Which ultimately, we can all agree, is probably the best. It's probably for the best. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This is an odd story. Um, If you've ever visited Oregon... You've probably had a moment of cognitive dissonance when you've hopped out into your vehicle at a gas station to fill your tank, just as you would do at any other gas station, then to discover or remember that you are not allowed to pump your own gas in that state. You actually have to wait for a gas station attendant. Oh, weird. Well, apparently, all of that now is about to change. It used to be illegal to pump your own gas in the state of Oregon. Really? Was that a safety thing or because they had a, a big gas and dash I issue? I don't know. Were people dumb? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, people couldn't it out. do it. Like I don't know. Zoolander gas fight style? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oregon lawmakers have given the final approval to a bill that ends the state's ban on self-service gas pumps, a prohibition that's been in place since 1951. Hmm. There is still one state remaining where you're not allowed to pump your own gas, and that is uh, New Jersey. Oh. Weird. New Jersey is the only state left. It's weird that still exists, right? Because, like, we've been, like, pretty much self-serve for... Ever? As long as I can... I don't think I've ever not had self-serve. Well, the gas station I worked at was full-serve. Yeah. Because there was, for, I I think, a short window where you... There's a full-serve price and then a self-serve price, which was, like two cents cheaper or something right but yeah we were a full serve gas station apparently oregon's clinging to that law also had to do with preserving entry-level jobs and that being said in an economy that is enjoying your full employment stations have a hard time filling these jobs causing motors longer waits as fewer attendants fit between several pumps they're jumping back and forth Hmm. as a result oil companies have lobbied to have that law changed so now you can get as much gas as you possibly can in the quickest time possible by pumping it all by yourself. Hmm. Apparently, gas attendants, a little slower. Wow. Yeah. Well, because you got to wait for them. Yeah, right? you don't have that hustle, You're I like, guess. Uh, like for, uh, for me, I was running like eight pumps. I'm like, oh, my God. And it was just one of me. And then you get slammed. It, it would always like the, the morning rush, like everyone shows up at once. People are waiting and... A lot of people would just sit in their car and wait. Yeah. Like, you could get out and pump your own gas, but majority of people just, just sit there and wait. And, wait. Huh. and then they're like, I'll pay with credit card. You're like, no, we didn't have the pin pads like we have nowadays. Mm-hmm. So you got to grab their credit card, go in, run it on that stupid uh, swiper <laughs> thing, bring the clipboard out, and then they sign it. And then meanwhile, like eight other cars are waiting. They're like, eh, 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 hello. And you're like, and you're like, ah! ka-chunk, ka-chunk between <laughs> yeah, the- yeah, 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 yeah. Shoving credit card statements in my pocket. Ugh. Steve on the south side at 56789 says, good morning, guys. We as a family just came back from a road trip to Oregon. Oh. I can c- confirm it's at full service. Mm. Oh. Well, once that bill signed, it won't be anymore. Yeah. What's the uh, only full serve we have right now? Co-op and Domo? I think so. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because co-op does like a full serve, self-serve, I think. Yeah, I yeah. always go to the self-serve side. Yeah. Do you? Why? I just don't want to talk to people. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Get it done quicker too, right? I'm usually on my way home from work and I'm tired. Yeah. So I just go to self-serve. I pump my gas. I get my car and I go. Oh, yeah. 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 Also, <laughs> if somebody pumps my gas, I'm going in and getting snacks. <laughs> right. <laughs> I need my hand glued to that That's pump. That's true, yeah. <laughs> what about in the winter? Do you go to full serve or do you still get out? In the winter, Hayden pumps my gas. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hayden, car's empty. <laughs> yeah, it's basically, we refill it every weekend. We yeah. pull out for groceries in my car and then he fills it up for me. <laughs> this, I, I don't pump gas in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> this text here, 56789, says, guys, there's a brand new co-op in Pinoca. It's full serve. Ooh. I was back there in April and I was very confused as to what was happening when someone ran out to my car. You're fighting him for the nozzle. <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's great. Kinda cool, though. It's kind of cool. All right, this is, um, this is a, a, I guess, a cute story. A clip of a contestant on The Price is Right is going viral after he celebrated so hard he dislocated his shoulder. During a recent episode, a contestant named Henry won a trip to Hawaii after correctly guessing the price of the trip. And Henry was so excited that he started screaming and jumping for joy while pumping his fists in the air, giving the host Drew Carey high fives. (laughs) However, in the next scene, we see a happy but a more subdued Henry being led to the wheel by his wife, Alice. And apparently... Um, his wife Alice had to come up to spin the wheel because Henry dislocated his shoulder and was <laughs> unable to move the heavy wheel. He couldn't move the wheel, so his wife oh. spun for him. And like that's that's what you get on the show for. Yeah, you play plinko or you spin the big wheel. Oh, so this guy fist pumped his way into a dislocated shoulder. That sucks. That does suck. By the way, his wife ended up spinning a 95. So that's pretty good. Oh, that's really good. Right? You got to get to the closest dollar. You see him standing there with his arm. He's like, oh, God. This time, though, Henry's celebration, a little more low key. He just Mm -hmm. raised one fist in the air. Just one fist bump. And not all the way up either. Just. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. I would still find a way to do it. I'd be like, nope, we're doing it. Yeah. Or I'm doing it. I don't think you. Or you would use like the one hand? I would use my foot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. get that wheel spinning. All right. Mm. I want to know from you guys this morning, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Have you ever injured yourself by or dislocated a shoulder during like a celebration? Mm. Like you didn't like you weren't at work. You didn't fall. Were you like, I don't know, at a party? Was everybody celebrating? Has anybody fist pumps themselves to a dislocated shoulder? I feel like uh, like a dislocated shoulder or something with your arm can mess up pretty easily. Yeah. Like how many times have uh, I thrown something like in the backyard, something light? Yeah. And I, I guess I overextended or something, hyperextended, and it, I just threw up my whole arm. Oh! Yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> I threw like a tennis ball. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, my arm! Oh! <laughs> threw it way too hard crash. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, how does that happen? The, the limbs should just hang on and be connected, no? I guess. Yeah, it should be. Mm-hmm. But they're not sometimes. Some people can slip their shoulder in and out no problem. Mm. Well, yeah. Right? Like, they've just got, like, Like, hey, you're going to pop out periodically. <laughs> yeah. Is that just, can that just happen from lightly throwing things or oh, just yeah. moving? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes if I throw or if I'm uh, wrestling around with the dogs, like, trying to get their harnesses on, you've yeah. got to, like, bend over and kind of get underneath them to clip it if one of them bumps into me while I'm like that yeah it'll pop my rib out oh god yeah <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> yeah I forgot about your ribs just moving around yeah the ribs are good again yeah they're good they're okay. back in spot right now <laughs>
I can actually like move my oh, shoulder perfect. blades without the yeah. grinding. <laughs> Full rotation. That's oh. nice. <laughs> I'm a whole new gal. Yeah, yeah. Do you think about it? Like, do you stop yourself from moving because you're worried about slipping a rib? No, because I go to the the chiropractor pretty regularly, and I've mm. got Robaxa set, so it, it'll hurt. But it's it's happened so often now that I'm not spending that much time worrying about yeah, it. Yeah, it's not debilitating. No, yeah. I can't I can't waste that much time worrying about not doing stuff because my rib might pop out. Yeah, stupid rib. <laughs> it's gonna pop out anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it pops <laughs> so you, out when I sleep. So. so you wouldn't say like no to going swimming or oh, like no, doing something swimming. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that stuff. Yeah. Jeez. But yeah, people can pop their arm out on the, like the most mundane things ever. If you go on the monkey bars for the first time in your adult Just life, clunk. yeah, <gasps> you're a lot heavier than when you were a yeah. kid. Take a golf swing, <laughs> and you're like, oh my elbow. <laughs> <laughs> That could happen. Yeah. Absolutely. I remember even as a kid, like we had tennis rackets just around the house. Yeah. And like we'd be hitting rocks or whatever, tennis balls with them. And just like one wild swing with mm-hmm. a tennis racket, it feels like it your elbow just like dislocates. Yeah. You're like, what is this? Because I'm guessing you're just, you're overextending. Yeah. Right? We've got those, uh, the long ball flingers for the dogs. Oh yeah. Like oh yeah. A, a long stick. And then on the end of it, it holds the ball. So it gives you a little bit more. Because you want to just like give it. You want to whip it. Yeah. But I can't can't throw it for very long uh. because it's so long. It puts so much pressure on my muscles. Really? I cannot like lift my arm the next day. Really? Oh, oh it's Because of the ball flinger that you're, well, pop. Hey, Haley, yeah. you got to work your buys and tries. No, I don't think that's the problem. <laughs> I, I would say muscle strength is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, my spaghetti arms. It's plastic. <laughs> <laughs> It's on some cast iron scoop that you're throwing. I don't know. It gets some weight on it when you've got it back there. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, the wind resistance, everything. It adds up. All right. I want to know from you guys, how did you injure yourself? Um, And you, you know, you were, you were doing something fun. Maybe you were doing regular life. Maybe you were playing tennis like Crash's tennis elbow. (laughs) Maybe you were playing with your dog like Haley's heavy plastic ball thrower. Mm -hmm. It's so heavy. It's so heavy. (laughs) Maybe you were just out celebrating like this guy who dislocated his shoulder by fist pumping on The Price is Right. Give us a shout. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, We're talking about your uh, really dumb injuries from you celebrating, you having a good time, or just literally tossing a ball. (laughs) Did you throw your entire shoulder or arm out? We're talking about this because a Price is Right winner celebrated so hard after winning a trip to Hawaii and then being able to go and spin the big wheel that he dislocated his shoulder with fist pumps. So he's fist pumping, jumping, fist pumping, and then he was in absolute pain Mm -hmm. because it popped right out. They shouldn't pop out like that. (laughs) So we want to know if you injured yourself while celebrating, uh, while having a good time, while doing something fun. Just, uh, yeah, living your life and having a good time and your body falls apart. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Let's start with this text here. 56789 says, guys, in my younger years, I went to the wine festival at the Shaw. With my girls, I wore wedge high heels and obviously we got drunk. So at the end of the night, we walked onto the rocks. Mm. Rocks and wedge uh, high heels. Oh, God. Says you can imagine. Oh, no. They, oh, sorry. <laughs> they walked you on the rocks of the bar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I read it's early. I read that as like on the rocks. Yeah, I'm picturing like big boulders okay, and they're like, too. oh my God, girls. <laughs> <laughs> No, the bar. OTR. OTR. Okay, all right, all right, all right. (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) It's early. They go on to say, you can imagine the distance, but I should elaborate that at the wine fest, I did fall a couple of times due to being intoxicated or whatnot. So uh, fast forward a couple of 
weeks at work and I had to wear steel toed boots and my foot kept burning and burning and I didn't know why I finally went to the doctor. He sent me for an x-ray and it turned out I fractured my foot. The doctor said, you've been walking on this for two weeks. I said, yep. So they gave me a boot for three months and I missed my Christmas party. Mars had a boot for a bit. Yeah, I did. The air boot. I don't even know how that happened. Well, you just rolled your ankle. I rolled my ankle and it just like popped. Yeah. Oh. Just, yeah. You're just uh, living life. Yeah, just living my life. Yeah, because that wasn't even like a party or a celebration. No, that was like, I was at work here. I rolled it here. <laughs> yeah, you just got off the chair wrong or something. Like, it was fun, but like, yeah. I, we have fun here, but yeah, I was working. That's how extreme our job is, guys. <laughs> We're like, putting our lives on the line. <laughs> chairs are so high. Uh, Nicole, how you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you guys? Good, we're good. good. Uh, you were having some fun playing a game, uh, oh. and then you injured yourself. What were you doing? Yeah, I took a year off work for a medical, and it was my first day back. Yeah, I'm a school teacher. Yeah, and our first day back, all of us on staff thought we would play a staff match of dodgeball. Uh oh. <laughs> and I took the ball. It was the first time I even got the ball the entire game. Yeah. Whipped it. And at the same time, I twisted my knee to the point that I required ACL reconstruction surgery. No way! No! That's no. a big injury. As, as soon as I tore it, it felt like I lost my leg. <gasps> like, I could not feel my leg. I was like, what just happened? I couldn't get up. I was in a wheelchair for two weeks and then crutches. Oh! And then... After a year of physio, it still, I just never got the strength back in that knee. So finally on my last physio session, it gave up and my physiotherapist said, okay, I'm actually going to recommend that you get reconstruction surgery. Holy crap. All just from like twisting the wrong way while playing dodgeball. Yeah. Oh, I mean, the- everybody was like, it's your first day back. Like, what? Yeah. And you're like, well, I'm gone again. Yeah. That's why it teachers have to sit out. Yeah. Teachers have teachers to sit, have on the to sit out. Of, yeah. We don't have those young bodies to dodge. Yeah. And I've never like injured myself other than a sprained ankle. So for me, I was like, oh, my gosh, I've never yeah. broken a bone, dislocated anything. And then, sure enough, I ripped my ACL completely. That is That's absolutely a big That's brutal. Sucks. Yeah. How's your How's your yeah. knee? How's your leg now? Oh, good now. Perfect. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. played dodgeball since? Oh, no. <laughs> Not happening. Smart, yeah, 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 that's yeah. smart. All right, thanks, Nicole. Not happening. I hate dodgeball. <laughs> I bet. I bet you do. All right, take care. Have a good day, guys. Yeah, Bye. you too. Oh, man. Oh, this That's thing. the thing, just like twisting. Yeah. And you're like, what? I'm just having fun. Why? Yeah, Why? I'm just doing my job. This reminded me of uh, my birthday a couple years ago when we were living in our townhouse. Uh, we had a party at our house to have everybody come over and celebrate. Yeah. And so everybody's shoes were in that front entryway. Oh my God. Oh, the, I, sh- the gauntlet of shoes. Mm-hmm. I tried to jump over the shoes to the hey, stairs. Why are you jumping? And I was so plastered. <laughs> I made it, but I landed funny on the stairs yeah. and I uh, sprayed my ankle. Oh, <laughs> oh my yeah. God, I bet. I spent the rest of the night with my foot up on ice. Yeah. Everybody else is partying around me. I did go to the hospital the next morning. Oh, my God. This is so painful. Oh, yeah. yeah. I sprained my ankle at the door of a house party, too. Gauntlets of shoes. I didn't try jumping across. You I just, just stomped over I them? I just tripped over everyone's like boots and shoes, and I, I just like, rolled my ankle. I'm like, oh! Yeah. Oh, rolling your ankle is the 
worst. Yeah. Uh, a couple of texts coming in about Oilers celebrations. Oh, this no. one here says, good morning, guys. Oilers playoff 2006. I'm on White Avenue. I was up somewhere I shouldn't have been, and I jumped down, and I rolled, sprained, and twisted both my ankles. Oh, Both of both? them. Both of them went, clip. I kept the celebrations at bay for the rest of the playoff run after that because I couldn't walk. Well, <laughs> Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> Oh, no. If you don't have friends to carry you, well, that's it. Oh, my gosh. That's rough. Um, Jamie, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. good. Um, so uh, how did you uh, injure yourself while celebrating? I fell off the bar. Have you ever been to Billy Bob's and Red Deer way back when? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> Sounds okay, like a good so, time, though. Yeah. They ha- around the dance floor, there's a bar you can dance on. Okay? Okay. So there's stairs that go up to it, and keep in mind, I'm in my 20s, and I have been drinking all day. Yes. So I ended up falling off of that, like falling back onto the stairs, and so the bouncer picks me up and puts me in a chair. And to this day, I still tell my girlfriend she pushed me, but I didn't know that my ankle was broken at the time, so I was still drinking and, oh. you know, dancing. I, I even walked to the hotel in Red Deer, you know, and it wasn't until the next day that I couldn't walk at all. Oh. I realized that I actually broke my ankle because I fell off the bar. Oh, God. Dancing in Billy Bob's. And uh, again, I still tell my girlfriend she pushed me because um, that just sounds better than me literally yeah. falling off. I'm going to guess bar. your ankle was like twice the size when you woke up. Oh, it was brutal. Like, I bet. Brutal. And I had walked like, I don't know, 10 blocks to the hotel afterwards. Like, oh. I had no idea. Yeah. You know, it was, it was, yeah. So that. Yeah. That's a rough <laughs> that was one. A yeah. Yeah, but they didn't kick me out. He just picked me up and put me in a chair with a bouncer, like put me on the <laughs> stool. Oh yeah, he's like, she's a party. We need to keep her here. <laughs> Get drinking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's Billy Bob's way. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it really was right. Like it was just. I'm like, yeah. I don't tell that story very often, but there you go. Yeah, so yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks, Jamie. <laughs> Have a good one. You too. Take care. Bye bye. <laughs> Yeah, when you're falling off the bar at Billy Bob's, it sounds like Billy Bob's. It sounds like Billy Bob's. Where you're going to injure yourself? It does. (laughs) (laughs) Another Oilers celebration here of how you injured yourself while having a good time. Uh, Five, six, seven, eight, nine says, "Hey guys, after the Oilers beat the Flames to move on to the Western Conference Finals last year, Mm -hmm. I celebrated so hard." that I threw my phone out of pure excitement but continued to use it throughout the night so when I woke up in the morning I had some pretty bad cut up fingers oh so the glass is shattered and you're yeah. swipe 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 just like filleting your fingers just yeah. filleting oh. your hands and every you're drunk, scroll so you can't feel it yeah, yeah. And when you slice with glass yeah. I don't know if Ugh. you've noticed this but it doesn't hurt right away no because it's just so sharp yeah it's just like a it's a yeah, it's a yeah. fine fillet of skin. And you're like, oh, this is fine. You're just scrolling, 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 scrolling. Oh, you're like, why god. is there blood on my phone? <laughs> oh god. This text here five six seven eight nine says my husband fell asleep on our computer chair with his ankles crossed. Mm-hmm. Woke up with a sprained ankle. <laughs> what? How? It sounds like um, they sleep like how I used to. Like, like where they're I, tight? I would sleep with my feet intertwined. Yeah. So damn tight that I couldn't even walk in the morning. Oh, my God. And I would get up. I'd be like, oh, my God. So I was one step away from uh, fracturing my foot, just like that person. Yeah. They, f- they sprained their foot? They uh, What did they do? They they sprained their ankle. Yeah, they sprained oh. their ankle. Yeah. Sprained their ankles. Yeah. I was probably one step away from, like, popping my foot off. Oh That's my how God. tight it was. I don't know why I did oh. that. Did you and have to get like feet spreaders so you could sleep properly? I would. <laughs> I should have had that. I ended up jamming pillows down there oh. just to keep my just legs, keep legs separated. 
Oh, God. Um, Haley, I'm going to guess that was an anxiety thing or probably. something. <laughs> Haley, you jumped. Listen to this jump. Oh, no. 56789. On text. Oh, no. Says, guys, we used to keep a baby gate at the top of our stairs to block our dogs. Oh, God. Oh, God. One night, I jumped over it. <gasps> downstairs. Why would you oh, jump that no. way? I don't know. Why would you jump that okay, way? I understand because I've stepped over the gate down the stairs before. Sure. Stepping over. And if I had to go fast enough, I probably would have left. <laughs> but isn't if the baby gate's at the top, isn't it an even bigger drop? Yep. Because you're on that first step. Yeah, you're already losing. You're already like, losing it. Uh, eight yeah. to 12 inches We there. give ourselves like three inches <laughs> yeah. on the top like level. So yeah. there's like a scotia of A three of inch lip. That's yeah. it. Says, I slipped on the stairs because I jumped over the baby gate, mm-hmm. grabbed the railing to try to stop myself, gained momentum, kicked the tile on impact, <sighs> broke my foot, was told that I needed surgery. I had a trip to Mexico booked and I said, screw it. I'm going to get wasted in Mexico and only wear my air cast half the time. I came back and I apparently I no longer longer needed surgery because I was healing up okay. I'm now knowing that tequila is magic. Wow. Well, I don't know if it's the tequila. It could have been the air boot that you're wearing, too. I didn't say it was the air boot. I'm going to say it's the tequila, and this person and I need to be best friends. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One more on this. Uh, Susanna is hanging on. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. Uh, You injured yourself while you were celebrating, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. What happened? Um, well, there was like a full week of a retreat of our martial arts. And at the end of the week, uh, we had the promotions, right, for another belt. Yeah. And I just got a new belt, and I was calling a friend, wearing flip-flops on the grass, and I was just jumping up and high. I was like, hey, I got it. Sure, I got yeah. a new, new belt. Yeah. And then did the flip-flops. You know, my one of my foot slipped sideways flip-flops are the landed, worst yeah and then i landed like sideways on my foot and <gasps> i broke the little fifth bone of my foot oh so no to the hospital i had like the new belt around my neck yeah <laughs> and i was celebrating like not tied just like hanging as a celebration and then i was in the hospital getting x-rays done oh my god no more excitement on flip-flops well she just got no. it belted martial arts <laughs> it's the flip-flops are the worst i've i've rolled my ankle so many times they just all oh, they well, especially if uh, flip-flops like uh, if your feet get a little sweaty too they really slide around in there and you have no control right now and it was on the grass. It was yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, so uh, no, yeah. no flip flops ever. <laughs> have you sworn off flip flops now? You're like, no, no more. Yeah, no, no. And now I have a child, and he's not allowed to wear flip flops. So <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. The Edmonton police are investigating a shooting that happened Saturday evening in the Ormsby Place neighborhood. Several callers to 911 reported gunshots in the area of Ormsby Ormsby Crescent at around 6.45 p.m. Police say that a man was out for a walk with his family, including two young children, when a red Nissan Rogue was driven up behind them. Two masked people got out of the SUV, started to chase the man, through the green space between Ormsby Crescent and Ormsby Road East while firing a gun at them. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did you guys see the video for this? Uh-huh. Yeah, this it's the uh, yeah, ring doorbell footage oh, or whatever. I Some can't even security imagine. footage. Oh. They eventually returned to their SUV and left the area. Neither the man, his family, nor any community members were hurt. Thank God. 
Police say that the complainant was known to them, and they do believe that the incident was targeted. Uh, police also said, though, quote, we have spoken to the complainant, and right now we are not getting much cooperation from the individual. Hmm. What is what is happening there? Why? Why? Well, I mean, I if I had to wow. guess, I would probably say organized crime. Mm-hmm. Police are calling the shooting targeted. They're also saying though that it's not gang related. Uh, okay, with the target not cooperating, police say police are looking for more information from the public to solve the case. This is the one that your dad was talking about, right? Yeah, he heard yeah. it from his place. Yeah. Oh my heard, gosh. They heard the guns popping off. <gasps> yeah. I mean, it's still a ways away, but, but guns are loud. It. Yeah, you hear it, yeah. Yeah, oh. guns are loud. Mm-hmm. And Mars like, um, uh, was it fireworks? He's like, no, you know a gun. Yeah. <laughs> like, we shouldn't know that. No. <laughs> yeah. Damn, easy to tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Anyone with, with any information that could identify the shooters or the red Nissan SUV is being asked to call police. If you want to remain anonymous, you can do so through Crime Stoppers on their website or through the 1-800 number. Thank God, though, no one was injured. Mm-hmm. Yikes. All right, guys. It looks like $70 million is going back into the Lotto Max. That ticket went unclaimed for a year and was not claimed yesterday as the 10.30 p.m. Eastern time clock ran out and it has never been physically validated and is now officially expired. Maybe because we talked about many scenarios, like Mm. maybe the ticket was washed, lost, the person died. Right. Why Why haven't we thought of maybe a billionaire bought the ticket and he's like, mm, I don't need 70 million. Right, because billionaires <laughs> always have enough. <laughs> I don't I, need pocket change. You know, yeah. If I was a billionaire, I wonder if I'd still buy lotto tickets. Yes, you would. No, wait, you? A hundred percent you would. <laughs> and then I'd be like, no, nah, I don't 100%. need this. A hundred percent. No one ever has enough. I'd be like, I don't need the hoopla. Yeah. <laughs> Never has there been a rich person who's been like, you know what? I've got enough. That's true. Never. Yeah. <laughs> but it's another option that we could throw in the mix. <laughs> yeah, it is gone. The ticket was drawn June 28th, 2022. It was purchased at a lottery retailer in Scarborough, Ontario. Players have one year to claim their prize. And as the deadline of 1030 passed last night, a physical $70 million winning ticket was not validated at an OLG terminal. That it wasn't is- validated on the app. Yeah. It's never, ever, once it's been purchased, it just... Disappeared. The lottery now says that if an attempt is made to validate the lottery ticket, oh. the lottery terminal message will just say expired. <gasps> oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, but although on the other hand, um, someone may just have found a ticket and scan it, and they're like, "Oh, expired, whatever, throw it in the garbage." Yeah, they wouldn't know the actual numbers are the seventy million one, huh. right? That sucks. Apparently, yesterday alone, eleven hundred people called to say it was their <laughs> ticket. <laughs> Everyone doing a little last ditch effort. They're like, why not yeah, try? Why not try? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the OLG said, due to the high volume of lost ticket claims, <laughs> a dedicated team now of lottery investigators need to take the time necessary to review all of the potential claims uh, that were made before the expiry deadline, but they're not very hopeful that any of them are a winner. <sighs> Man. Now, the $70 million, because it is unclaimed, the prize money will be returned to players through future bonus games or promotions. Hmm. So it'll get thrown back in the mix. And we went over the numbers. It feels like a quick pick. Yeah. Because the numbers are 8, 19, 22, and then these ones, 41, 42, 46, 47, yeah. with the bonus being 10. Yeah, it's very quick picky. That's quick picky, yeah. right? It's, mm. Yeah. 
man. Someone just gave it. I mean, it could be the billionaire, guys. We no, shouldn't. it's not a billionaire. <laughs> never have ever. No, never. Maybe it was like Kevin O'Leary. Never. Never. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Mr. Wonderful. $70 million. Mr. Wonderful is like, you know what? I want to put it back Mr. in the Mr. Wonderful. Mr. POS. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you guys do have a couple million dollars, though, in your pocket and you want to own a Canadian brew house location, um, there's a real estate listing, listing in Calgary. Oh. And they say that not very often do you see these come up for sale as they're corporately owned, but the store is up for grabs due to the current owner being involved with multiple business holdings and wants to ditch this one. Now, I'm sure there most people have been or at least driven by a Canadian brew house. It has more than 40 locations across the country with some coveted spots like in Edmonton's Ice District and Calgary's University District. You want to take a stab at how much? Uh, a brew house in Calgary? A brew house in Calgary, yeah. I'm going to say... F- Four point five million. Okay, Hales. Uh, I'm if it's in the million mark, I'm gonna say two point six. Two point six. This one goes to crash. Yeah. You didn't get it on the money, uh, but you're the closest. Four point nine million dollars. Ooh, wow. Which That's to me seems like a lot. Yeah. Well, a brew house. Uh, they they pull in a lot of cash. Sure. Although but... I wouldn't buy this based on my loss of cutlery, as we discussed. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Last uh, week. You guys all have hockey stick cutlery. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I would immediately change all my cutlery yeah. in there. <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Well, if you are going to buy a brew house, or maybe you're just going to go to one later on today and sit on the patio, do you ever panic at restaurants when everybody's ready to order except for you? Yep. You panic? Oh, yeah. I have full panic mode. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, that's why, like, as soon as you sit down, figure out what you want. Yeah, I've had to start doing that. Yeah. We sit down, and I immediately look at the menu, and it takes me, like, 10 minutes to figure out what I want to eat. Yeah. Because I'm usually stuck between two and three things, Mm -hmm. and I can't decide. Oh. (laughs) And then you got to rush at the end, because everyone orders. And then do you do the whole thing? Well, you start ordering and I'll, I'll, I'll get it by the end. Yeah. And, and then it comes to you and you're still like, I don't know. Well, then I'll base my orders off of what other people kind of order. Yeah. Because if there, somebody in my table is getting something that I might want, mm-hmm. then I'm, I'll, I'll be like, okay, well, I'll get the other stuff. And then ask for a little sneaky taste mm. later on in the evening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just get what you want? Well, because there's three things that I want. I can't order three meals. That would be ridiculous. You just got to go back and try it again. (laughs) Well, if you're like Haley, you're not alone. It's common enough that there's now a term for it. It's called menu anxiety. Hmm. 30% of us get menu anxiety. 41% of people in their 20s, 30s, and early 40s get anxious. Compared to just 15% of people over 50 who care about it. Our top tactic for dealing with something, um, you've probably done this, tell the server to come back to you and take your order last just like Crash described. Mm. So what exactly are we stressing about when we can't decide what we want? The most common answer was what's going to taste the best. Mm -hmm. But it's not the only thing holding us up. The top three things we're thinking about when we order are the taste, the price, Mm -hmm. and how long it will take to make it. Holy crap, we are overthinking restaurants. Oh my God, just order what you want. (laughs) I don't think... Who cares? I don't think about the length of time. No, no. I don't either. I figure everything on the menu is planned, so yeah. it'll, it'll all be an appropriate amount of time. Yeah. They're all coming yeah. out at the same time. Yeah, I'm not thinking time. Price, I will kind of overthink. I'll look at that and be like, what? How yeah. is that like $4 more than what I was going to choose earlier? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I sometimes I'll just go with the cheaper option, yeah. even though I want the more expensive yeah. option. I get staying within your limit, yeah. like price-wise. Uh-huh. See, I get anxious if people are buying dinner for us. Like if my parents take us out or Hayden's parents take us out. Yeah. 
I'm looking at prices because I don't want to be the person who has the most expensive meal. Really? Oh, I'm terrified of it. Oh. Chances are you're never going to order the steak and lobster. I know, but why I would I order the I steak and lobster? <laughs> like if I went out for dinner with you guys and yeah. you're like, oh, we'll buy dinner. Yeah. yeah. We go out and I'm like, steak and lobster. <laughs> Your I'd be finest like, wine. You know what I... You <laughs> know then, what? Well, first of all, I already ordered the finest wine. And second, get the steak and lobster. <laughs> you know what I would do, Haley, if you did that? Let's say you ordered first. Yeah. I'd be like, mm, I'll just get an appetizer. <laughs> Oh my god, I think I would like literally melt as a human being. That, that would wreck me. A glass of water and an appetizer, please. A glass Thanks. of water and a salad. Oh, I would feel horrible. Haley has a $65 horrible. surf and turf. <laughs> it's fine, they're buying. Oh my god. I would be mortified. Absolutely mortified. Uh, yeah, I would be devastated. Oh I'd be, uh, I would die inside. I would so die. Like, I'm dying thinking about it now. <laughs> That's why it's a, it's a gamble when oh, you have to order first, right? I know. And like, especially if someone's paying, it's like, oh no, you go ahead. <laughs> and then while you're setting the bar. I know. <laughs> I know. That's why I never go first. I cannot. That is not my responsibility. Yeah, you're like, I'm not ready yet. No, I'm let the people ready. who are paying order first and yeah, then I'll yeah. go based off of their idea. <laughs> I do not have these problems. What? You just, well, I, I, I just, just order. I just, order. I just get what I want. Wow. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. My heart rate is up. Really? Her watch is buzzing. <laughs> I'm so stressed about it. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's yeah. just a restaurant. I know, but I'm so worried about what other people will think. Yeah. Oh god, they're just other people. Overall too, like uh, if uh, if they fire off at me and they're like, uh, order uh, order something, and I'm like, uh, I'm not ready yet, and it comes back down to me, yeah. and I'm still not ready, I just like pick one of the three that yeah. I had. I'm like, uh, whatever. My, That's all good. I'm I sure. don't care so much that I have not been able to decide. I'm like, come back to me. Then everybody does it, and I'm like, eh, you still want to give us five more minutes, and then I, that's what I'll do. And then that's the table's like, oh my yeah. god. And then the waitress is like, okay, I'll be right back. I'm like, cool. And the whole table's like, oh my god. I'm like, whatever. The waitress isn't like, oh my god, sure, whatever, girl. She's like, oh god, order something. <laughs> oh my god, I could never. She's oh like, yeah, the I menu care. hasn't changed in five years, lady. <laughs> I'm reading. I'm reading the I'm menu. Reading. She's like, you've been here 45 minutes. Take my glass. I'm like, oh, open another bottle then. Oh, oh my Mars God. has her little reading like that. She clips on her book, clips it on the menu. She's like, one second. It's so dark. She's like, thank God we're back to paper menus, not QR codes. Oh my <laughs> With goodness. the QR code, I could see my phone would light yeah, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. By the way, how messy it is also made the top five. And if you're in the younger demographic, you might also be worrying about the environment. That's on this list as well. Mm. Only 7% of older people think the of the environmental impact of their meal compared to 20% of millennials and Gen Zers. Uh, the environmental impact. Well, in what sense? Like the like the the way the fish was caught or farmed. Yeah, maybe or farmed. Thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, or yeah. Uh, or... I have never thought of this. <laughs> <laughs> They're also twice as likely to say that seeing the word vegan or vegetarian makes them more likely to order something faster. So if you oh, see, oh weird, yeah, huh? Because you're, I guess you. Uh, uh, equate that with good things for the environment. So you're like, I'll get the vegan meal or I'll get the vegetarian meal. Like, it doesn't meal. matter really what it is. Yeah. You're like, I want that. I want that. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Gosh, you guys have um, a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. This text here, 56789, says, as soon as I go to a restaurant and order, I'll look at what I don't want and then I start eliminating. Then I have less options and it's easier for me to get through to what I want. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, shoot us a text, 56789. What's your restaurant anxiety? Like, you're ordering anxiety. 
Um, you had mentioned the um, messiness of the food. Mm-hmm. I'm big on that. Oh, I don't care about that. Because if I know of a place, like, a, I enjoy a good burger, but if I know the place has, like, a sloppy, messy burger, I'm, oh. I'm not ordering that. Oh, I'll get Because I don't it. want to touch it. See, that that I'm fine with. I'll Whoa. eat an entire rack of ribs in front of somebody. <laughs> yeah. It's asserting my dominance. Oh, okay. You're yeah. not going to fight the girl with rib hands. I would be impressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just cleaning bones. <laughs> His elbow deep in that rib yeah, sauce. Yeah, yeah. But you said you're worried about what other people think. Yeah. I'm not that, after ribs. <laughs> no, once the ribs are in front of me, those cares float away. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can tell you guys this. If you care what other people think, they're not thinking about you. I think that's well, a lie. I think if no, they're not. If Haley's getting nobody's, down, nobody's ju- nobody cares enough. I'm if sorry. Haley's getting down and dirty with ribs, I'm I'm kind of caring because <laughs> I'm like, judging. what is I'm happening not, over there? Just <laughs> <laughs> sauce on her forehead. <laughs> you gotta wipe your face like this sometimes. You get the meat sweat. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> like, but I think when you're sitting down and when you're ordering a meal, like Haley, you're worried about what other people at the table are thinking. Yeah, a little bit. Nobody's thinking about you. I'm oh, sorry, they're that, not. That kind of hurts my feelings. I know. <laughs> I am Haley. Uh, no, I don't. Oh, thanks, I, I'm full judging. But I, honestly, I don't think anybody's thinking that hard enough to judge somebody for what they're ordering on a menu. Well, no, but this is all our like personal uh, anxieties and hangups. Yeah. Well, I know, and that's why I'm just saying yeah. that. Like this one says, my restaurant anxiety is picking the amount for the tip. Oh my god, my brain dies every time. Uh, I just go high. And like, oh, we've noticed some places have changed because we're all used to the like a 15, 18, 20 percent tip. Uh, we were at a place that changed the tip 16 percent and 19 percent, and then 24 percent. I'm like, oh, my brain's like not computing. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and then I look like I'm kind of negotiating with the pin pad on how much to tip. But like you can't you can't just on the slide change that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I I I don't know. I just don't I don't I don't uh I don't feel this way. Like this text here says I'm really bad for this. When we go to Tim Hortons or McDonald's, my wife sometimes takes forever. And when I'm done ordering, she just sits there and gets off her phone and goes, "Okay, um, like I do nothing but stare at the menu and she's looking at her phone then we have to wait longer I get massive anxiety wow. look at the menu yeah. it drives me nuts to You're make like, people oh wait <laughs> well, she's like me then like both of us start oh, just like just whatever order. get it done <laughs> uh, Gary good morning how you doing good morning morning show how are you hi <laughs> Fantastic. Gary we're good um, you have a bit of a good. restaurant anxiety right oh yeah yeah what is Getting it my main meal yeah. before my appetizer's done you worry about this? That drives me crazy, man. It happens more often than not. <laughs> oh, no. Um, it does. I hate it. It's super annoying. I do agree with you. Yeah. Because the timing of the meal, you can't have your appetizer still there, and now your main meal comes, and it's just sitting off to the side. And a lot of places have small tables, yeah. so now they're cramming dishes everywhere, and you're like, oh, my God, are you rushing me out of here? Yeah, it just, yeah, I just... It just drives me crazy. Oh, and and this happens more often than not. Yeah, yeah, they got to work yeah. on their time and other food. Probably every eight out of ten times, if not more. Eight out of ten. Yeah. yeah. Oh my just, god. Yeah. That's crazy, why, man. yeah, crazy. and like, uh, if I'm doing, uh, if I order an appetizer and they're like, do you want to order your main? I usually say no. I'm like, oh, I'm I still looking. That way I, I create the pause yeah. between, which I'm sure is irritating yeah. probably for the server probably, and kitchen. And I don't care. <laughs> um, because yeah, I'm with, right. yeah, I'm with you, Gary. I would rather, I would rather wait 20 minutes in between my appetizer and my main yeah. than have them come out like in like even in succession. Yeah. 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 
like I get it. They're trying to get people in and make the maximum amount of people through their restaurant. I understand that. But at the same time, I'm like, man, this isn't McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, this is, I'm sitting down. This is, this is not fast food. I'm with you, Garrett. I'm trying to enjoy my time here. Uh, I don't want to chug this bottle of wine. I want to enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Gary. All right, guys. Have a good show. Yeah, yeah you too. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Like, dude says eight out of ten times, Gary, speed up the appetizer. Over <laughs> well, maybe he's enjoying it. Maybe Gary's just, you know, uh, picking away at an appetizer. Appetizers aren't meant to wolf down. Yeah, you no, got to right? savor them. Yeah, savor yeah. It. Little treats. You, you got six or five shrimps in a dish. Mm. Takes you 45 minutes to eat that. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, I'm bringing the mains. <laughs> you got to savor them shrimpies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <I> right. <laughs> uh, this text here, 56789, says, guys, my restaurant anxiety is so high, I will literally research the menu before I go so I know what I want. There's a lot of that coming in. I'll look at a menu. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. like do like a deep archaeological dive on my researching menu. Yeah. But I'll look at it and be like, oh, okay, I see a few things that I want. I'm not necessarily doing the menu searching. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm on the restaurant's Insta because oh. I want to see some sexy ass food. Right. Yeah. Your, your restaurant better have good photos yeah, of your good food. Good photos oh. of food is important oh, on Instagram. Then I'm like, oh, I want that one. And then I'll go to the menu and figure out what it actually is. Yeah. This text here says, I get anxiety when I take my first bite, and then the waitress comes over and asks me how everything tastes. <laughs> like, girl, I haven't even tucked into it yet. My mouth is full. Yeah, a yeah. lot of times, yeah, I haven't even eaten anything. I haven't even taken a bite. I'm, ta- yeah. I'm still taking a sip of wine. I'm like, the plate, you just put it down. Yeah, but I've said that. I've been like, I have not tried it yet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't. I'm just like, oh, it's good. Meanwhile, you can clearly tell I didn't even touch it yet. <laughs> Did you ever serve Haley? No. Maybe that's why you have restaurant anxiety. That's hundred percent why I probably have because like, <laughs> yeah, I've never served. Yeah, because like honestly, as a as a server, like I don't it, none of like asking me to wait, asking me to come back, none of that has ever bothered me mm-hmm. ever. Huh. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, you bet. Mm-hmm. If anything, great. I don't have to pay as much attention to you as I thought. <laughs> it's perfect. Do you know what I mean? Well, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it's great. Mm-hmm. This text here five six seven eight nine says, um, "Am I the only person who chooses the restaurant knowing what dish I want?" No, you're not alone on that either. Like you'll you'll only go to the that certain restaurant because you, you know wa- you want that meal. Yeah. Like you want that burger from your local bar, so that's where you go. A lot of places that we go to, I will. Uh, just order like a classic. I know exactly the 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 dish that I'm getting when I walk in, but I'll look at the menu and be like, oh, the, all these other options sound amazing, yeah. but I still stick with a classic. <laughs> <laughs> this text here says, oh my gosh, you guys, my husband will browse the menu a few days ahead before dinner. Mm-hmm. Not hours, not 15 minutes on the car on the way over. A few days before going to the restaurant, he will study the menu. Wow. Wow. Like the full deal, and you're like, all right, okay, so we need to make a plan of action here. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get in. We're going to get some drinks. I have the cocktails lined up. Yeah. And then here's the appetizer we're going to get. And this is days ahead. Yeah. I guess why not? I guess. At least you're prepared. It's like preparing for a vacation, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I just, it's just eating out, guys. It's, it's better, it's better be prepared than not be prepared. Look at the text, the restaurant anxiety that's coming to prepare yourself, guys. Wow. I just, whew, everybody take a breath. It's okay. No, it's not. It's just going out to eat, man. Nobody cares. No, people are getting anxiety because food's being shoved on the table. It's like, eat, get out. And you're like, oh my God, I'm not ready. This text here says, last night I was the first one in a group. We went out for dinner. I got sat at less than a great table, and I had massive anxiety over the fact that it wiggled. Oh, I hate a wiggly table. And then I thought, I'm the first person here, so everyone's going to think I didn't pick ideal seating. (laughs) 
Oh my god! I would. I'd be like, you picked the the worst table in the in the restaurant here. Oh. oh my gosh, we ended up being moved. I had anxiety about being that person. LOL. Oh. Do you guys get table anxiety about where you're sitting? No. Yeah. Like if there's a group of people, like if we all go out as hosts. Yeah. Like a, there's like 15 of us. We all go out. I will eyeball to see where everybody's sitting and then pick the best spot. I, when I'm uh, like making a reservation, I will, in the notes, little notes area, yeah. I will uh, particularly mention like where to sit in the restaurant. Oh. What the hell? I didn't see, know you were doing that. I have an issue with That's finding, why it's a great table every time. I have good. an issue with finding a table to sit at. Yeah. Like if we walk into a restaurant and it's a seat yourself, I make Hayden go first. I cannot make that decision. <laughs> really? Cannot make that decision. I hate standing in a restaurant, looking clueless, trying to find a table, and everybody's eyes are on you because you're brand new in the restaurant. Yeah. And you're standing there going, oh, where do I sit down? You don't know the layout. Where do I sit down? Yeah, yeah. I, I can't. I cannot. I make Hayden go first. I'm like, you need to pick where we're sitting because I'm going to have a scream. Like, I You need to figure out where we're sitting right now because I'm about to freak out. That's wild. I, okay, like, let's say, like, just the first restaurant that pops into mind, obviously, is, like, local. Yeah. So if I go to local, I'll be like, hmm. I'll walk over to this side and be like, uh, Oh, I know. Here. And then I'll walk over to the back and I'll be like, ah, no, I want to be able to see the beer. At this I'll, point, I'll I just want to like, sit I'll go, down. So then I'll go back and... I will wait at the front for you to figure out where you're sitting. <laughs> I do not care. I don't want to wander the restaurant looking like I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, oh. man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I try to like because I know the layout of the restaurant, and yeah. I'll just like in the notes if I'm making a reservation. Yeah, make a note of where I would like to be sat. <laughs> oh, we all gotta take a. I like a, a window seat. Here, I like guys. a seat against a wall. Uh, I don't want to sit in the middle of a room. No, I don't like that. No, I like to have my back to a wall so I can see the whole restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. then Hayden has to stare at the wall the whole time. He's staring at me. Okay, <laughs> the <laughs> most beautiful view in the yeah, restaurant. Not the Walmart's guy. <laughs> This text here, 5679, says we're going out for breakfast this weekend. Oh. It's Thursday. I've already researched the Denny's menu because that's where we're going. <laughs> what are you getting? It's a, it is a big menu. Yeah, This one's another anxiety, too. Okay. Says, oh, my God, guys, my anxiety is if they're ordering a round of shooters, yeah. I hate all of them and my group loves them and we will order them at five stars to the brew houses. What's I don't f- know what that means. What's five stars to I the think, brew house? I think that that's a... Um, oh, auto, a yeah. missed autocrack? Yeah. 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 Shots? I don't care about shots. Um, oh. Shots give you anxiety. You're like, I can't, I can't. And then she lets everyone know that she can't drink shots. I, there's no anxiety there. <laughs> I let everybody know, don't order me a shot. And then somebody does. So I'll take a sip of it and then I put, I let it go to waste. I usually drink it. <laughs> or, or I hand yeah. it to Haley. Yeah, yeah Haley I usually it. hand it to Haley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I tell you, I, I don't do shots. And if you buy me a shot, well, then I'll sip it and give it to Haley. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you've done some shots. Yeah. I've done shots. Begrudgingly. I just don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, you guys aren't alone. Look at the look at the app there. Mm-hmm. My anxiety spiked this morning. <laughs> well, it should spike and then it should lower because we're all the same. We all yeah. have extreme anxiety well, dining out. <laughs> I don't. If you see me well, looking panicked awesome. in a restaurant, don't look me in the eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I am freaking out. <laughs> We should enjoy going out. It is. It's a relaxing time. It doesn't sound like it. I enjoy it once it's over and we go home and I go, wow, that one is a really nice day. Yeah, that was a really good time. But the whole time I'm there, I'm on edge. (laughs) Well, speaking of anxiety, let's keep going with it then.
Oh boy. This sounds to me like it's kind of like your dad teaching you how to shake someone's hand with confidence, mm. except it looks like bosses have, have to do it now. The Wall Street Journal just did a story about how when it comes to us working in person, the pandemic screwed us up. Mm. Oh. And here's why. When it comes to university, college level, higher, uh, higher education than high school grads, most people did their classes over Zoom during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So they lost a lot of the in-person communication. Oh, uh, Two years of it. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with those of you who used to go you know, into the office and then for two, two and a half years, you were working from home. Major companies have now started to offer training sessions on how to talk to people in person. Mm. Here's what like they cover. Like a face-to-face. Yeah. yeah, in person. Yeah, yeah. Here's what they cover. Eye contact... And how long your pauses should be. Is it because we're, yeah, when we're doing like all these Zoom meetings and WebEx things, you're, you, when you talk to someone on there, like there's delays. Yeah. Is that um, the problem? Apparently our pauses are all screwed up. Yeah, because we're waiting for like a yeah. delay. Meanwhile, it's like real time. That's it's right. Working. That's right. Um, they say one, like one course talks about making sure to pause after introducing yourself. So the other person that you're introducing yourself to has time to say their name back to you. Oh. Mm. So if I were to walk up to you, um, I'd be like, hi, um, I'm Marcia. Nice to meet you. I'm Crash. <laughs> no, I'm supposed to. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> That's not the way to do it. No. No. So okay. so you want to pause. Yeah, so you no I need to pause so that you have time to say your name. Oh, okay. So what's happening is people are walking up and I'm like, "Hi, yeah, I'm Marcia. I work in that radio, blah 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 blah. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Yeah, blah blah." And I don't stop oh, and you just okay, stand gotcha. there. Uh, I'd be like, "Wow, she's yeah. not stopping." It, <laughs> it also covers common signs like someone's trying to end a conversation. Apparently, we're having a problem picking up on the end of a conversation. Mm. In other words, Wrap it up, mm-hmm. walk away, say thanks, nice meeting you, do things to wrap up a conversation. Mm. I've had issues with that. With wrapping it up? What do you mean? Yeah. Like you just linger? Haley, you talk for a living. I know. I can't wrap it up. Because like other people want to talk, but I still have things I want to say. Oh. And it's like, it's it's kind of that weird spot where people need to just go. Yeah. So I'll just, I'll just leave. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just walk away. Oh. I won't say goodbye. I'll just leave. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you can tell people are like, we got things to do. Yeah. Harry. There'll be like a group of people and well, I'll be talking for a little bit, but five minutes later, I'll just leave. Mm-hmm. I, I got stuff I got to do. I, I don't know how to end this conversation. But do you know when a conversation is ending? I think so. Okay. So mm-hmm. like you, you know, the signals of like, okay, obviously like the, it's people grabbing their bags. Yeah. Like we're winding it down. Yeah. Like, I know when you guys are leaving. Like, someone's and physically... you. Someone's <laughs> walking away from you. Yeah, and yeah, I've got okay. my arms up in the hallway, like, Crash Mars, let's yeah. have a conversation. Yeah, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> no, you just did that. to go home yeah. yet. <laughs> no, I'm leaving. <laughs> Four hours, we just did that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> I think we covered everything. <laughs> Other topics that they're covering includes how writing an email is different than a text, yeah. how to chit-chat in an elevator, and how wearing uh, yoga pants with holes in it might not be seen as work appropriate if you're going to be working in an office setting. But it's comfy and it's chill. It doesn't matter. (laughs) They've got ventilation holes. Oh, man. Small chat's a tough one for some people. Oh, yeah. Small chat's tough. Like some people die inside if like they do enter an elevator and there's one other person in there. You're like, oh, my God, what if they say something? Do we have to talk to people in elevators? 
I don't. I don't either. Yeah, but, but if they open the conversation, if they are you just it. like, mm. or like if you go into an elevator with a coworker, uh, right? You've got to chit chat it up. You got to chit chat it up. Do you though? Well, You're, yeah, because I can't just get into an elevator with one of my colleagues and just stand there. Because like when we uh, have those pointless meetings upstairs and we're all walking up the hallway, yeah. if I end up in the. Uh, hallway up the staircase with just like one other person it's the worst am i supposed to talk to them because i don't well you don't you're not supposed to i've just to, been but talking all morning i'm yeah, good yeah <laughs> I, I i'll usually do pleasantries like i like i'm a nice person so well, yeah, i'm nice yeah so i'll be like oh how you doing good good how's your family oh good. yeah like you care <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> How are your kids? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't have going? kids, and I'm new here. Oh, sorry, just going through my Rolodex of like, so who are you? Average conversation. Uh, oh man, that's so, just exhausting. Here's what I want to know from you guys: seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Text us if you like as well at five six seven eight nine. Um, what is the most awkward conversation? you've had or mm. you've been in um did you get trapped in the elevator with someone was it an awkward conversation can we go back to uh restaurant anxiety <laughs> the awkwardness is when you're paying on the pin pad and they're standing there waiting and they're asking you about what you're doing what, am, I, am i supposed to talk to you like what is happening here <laughs> yeah because sometimes it takes like a minute or two and you're going through the pin pad and they're like so any plans for the evening? Yeah, like, why wouldn't um, you talk? Nope, that's it. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm trying, and I'm like rushing on the pin pad. I'm like, stop talking. <laughs> what? <laughs> These are my plans for the evening. Yeah, right. This, yeah, this is my evening. You're it's looking done. At it. We're going to bed now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's because it's just that awkward window. But that's like called like just interacting with human beings. No, but sometimes they they don't talk, and that's extremely awkward. Yeah. If yeah. everyone's just like everyone's just standing there. Yeah. But then you don't want people talking. Well, I know, and that, but that that hurts too. So either no way, you're, ne- you're never gonna win. No. <laughs> I had like a five minute conversation at the grocery store the other day with a cashier. About oh, I'm the, sure uh, everyone loved it in line. Yeah, didn't care. <laughs> they were. Uh, we had an interesting conversation about the writers' strike oh. and how it's affecting Hollywood. The new Ryan Reynolds movie. Oh, oh. Was, was this a fellow actor? It as was well? a fellow actor. <laughs> and you guys were worried it's going to harm the yeah. industry. <laughs> I know he was. He was ringing my groceries. I'm like, are you a fellow actor as oh, yeah. well? Oh my goodness! <laughs> when was the last time you were in front of the camera? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I creeped on your IMDb page. <laughs> we had a good conversation. Uh, I bet it was. It sounded riveting. I'm sure. <laughs> Did you have an awkward conversation with someone in the drive-through? Crash does this constantly. I don't. They they choose to. Yeah, I think they have a new um, thing in in motion for Starbucks. I think they have to actually like have small talk yeah. with everybody through the drive-thru Because that's now. the only time, that's yeah. the only drive-thru that does chit-chat is Starbucks. Yeah, I think they changed their, uh, how they do things there. Yeah. The management's changed it. Oh, okay. Yeah, they wanted like a more personal connection. Every time I go there, they remember me because I go a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The lady, her, her and I always talk about all the terrible customers that she's had today. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I want to know from you guys, what is an awkward conversation that you've uh, had? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you met somebody for the first time and it didn't go over very well. Maybe uh, you were in the drive-through and someone was trying to talk to you in an elevator. Maybe at work. Did you not know a conversation was ending and people just started walking away from you and you're like, "Oh, damn." Ugh. Well, you're just being the new employee. Yeah. Yeah. Like, talk about awkward, right? I'm okay with that. I don't care. Really? If you rolled into a new place right now, I'd take it over. 
Oh god. <laughs> I don't. Th- I think they would eat you alive. Marcel, I'll talk. I think they would eat you alive. You would come home crying. I don't think so. But she wouldn't cry in the office, and no that's way. what matters. Oh yeah, you wouldn't show tears in the office. No, I'd no. cry in my car, <laughs> like an adult, like an adult. Hide those tears. That's right. Never show them where it hurts. Yeah, right. Nope. Never let them see your weak spots. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right. If you guys have had an awkward conversation, let us know. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, we're talking about the awkward conversations that you've been involved in. Uh, was it at work? Was it uh, out in public? And were you able to... A lot of people can't read the room either. Like, a lot of people can't. They're the ones setting the awkward conversation because they don't know when to leave. So the Wall Street Journal just did a story on how people now need lessons on how to behave when working in person because COVID screwed us all up. Things like how to have a face-to-face conversation, making appropriate eye contact. Like you got appropriate eye contact, not like this. Not, pier- not beady piercing. Eyes. Not like staring somebody down. If, because uh, it's weird too when uh, there's no eye contact. Is this too much eye contact, that's, Crash? That's a lot of it's eye a lot contact. of eye contact. What if I don't blink? Uh, oh, God. I kind of want a staring yeah, contest with you. Don't blink, My eyes don't are blink so <laughs> <laughs> Those morning eyes are on fire. Oh, my God, they're burning. <laughs> Me too. And also, how to tell when someone doesn't want to talk to you anymore. In other words, the conversation is wrapping up. Mm. You, We no longer know when to, like, let it go. Yeah, you do this with the boss sometimes. I can tell he, he wants... He wants you out. I do that on purpose. And <laughs> like fun. he starts wheeling around on his chair. Yeah. He starts playing with his phone. He starts yeah. checking email and yeah. Mars is still chatting away. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> I love doing that too. I do that. I do that to make him uncomfortable. <laughs> it's so much fun. I know. <laughs> uh, 780-489-4669 if you want to chime in. Yes, uh, Robbie please. can start things up. How you doing, Robbie? Good. How are you? Hi. Good. Good. Uh, you were, uh, were you at a new job or just your regular job and things got weird? It was a former job, and I was the only male flight attendant on a crew of like five or six people. Yeah. We were full flying back into Toronto, and this guy comes up to me. He's like, uh, there's this guy sitting next to my wife and I, and he's touching himself inappropriately, and it's really making us uncomfortable. Oh, no! And I'm like, oh, my God. So I, oh, I, my God! I'm like, I walk by, and I kind of looked, and he was just sitting there watching TV, and I'm like, okay, fine, and I, I go sit back down. And then his wife comes up, he's like, he he's still touching himself inappropriately. Like it's it's really making us uncomfortable. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like I'll I'll go talk to him. So I'm yeah. like, you know, can can you just follow me? I said this guy, like just follow me to the back of the plane. I said, you know, it's been brought to our attention that you might be touching yourself inappropriately, what? and it's <laughs> yeah, and it starts oh people uncomfortable. And he's like, oh 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 my god, like I I had no idea in the back of my mind. I'm thinking like, yeah, right, like you know what you're doing. <laughs> I I didn't know where my hands were going. So before he even finished what he was saying, I'm like, you need to stop. Yeah. And that was it. Oh, how awkward. God is so awkward. And it's tough because like you didn't necessarily see him doing it, but you you had to haul him to the back of the plane and be like, stop touching yourself, you perv. Exactly. (laughs) That's awkward. If one person says it, if two people say it, I'm like, okay, just knock it off. Yeah. 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 Did he knock it off after you talked to him about it? He didn't say a word or do anything. And that was that. So thank God. (laughs) Imagine if he was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was just, I had an itch. I just scratched. I was just adjusting my underwear. Yeah, right. I was born a night yeah. after last night. 
<laughs> Can't get anything past Robbie. No. Nope. <laughs> exactly. Wasn't born yesterday, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, thanks, buddy. Have thanks, Robbie. Yeah, you too. <laughs> Once a dirt bag, always a dirt bag. <laughs> Could you imagine? You're I, like, sir, come with me, please. Yeah. <laughs> you got to knock it off. I guess I'd like think back, like, uh, that's that's Robbie's workplace. Think of it in a workplace. If there's something questionable going on, a manager oh, has to yeah. haul you in and have an awkward conversation oh. and be like, um, word is blah, blah, blah. And you're like, um, oh my God, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's awkward. Oh. That's the ultimate awkward, I think. Uh, this uh. text here at 5679 says, good morning, guys. We drove to Calgary a couple of years ago for Comic-Con. We got roped into taking a friend who invited himself along and we didn't really know. We weren't even past the Henday and he leaned into the front seats and said, what's your most embarrassing childhood memory? Oh. To which we all started to awkwardly answer. The rest of the drive was filled with questions like this that were nearly as awkward. It no. was horrible. Oh, no. Did he bring like one of those like questions games oh. that you can get oh, a little yeah. box of questions? Right. Yeah. He's I like, hey, you guys go. <laughs> the last thing I want to do is spill my guts on a road trip. To someone that you don't really know. No. Mm-hmm. I don't need you knowing my most embarrassing memories. Yeah. On the Just- flip side of that, though, like you have to sit three hours in a car with people that do you want silence or do you want... Silence is awkward. Silence yeah. hurts. Like I was saying, like when you're paying with the pin pad at a restaurant, if there's silence, that's painful too. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I feel like you need to say something. How, uh, how are you doing? Uh, <laughs> oh, you ask how you doing five times. This, <laughs> Just keep repeating it. This text here at 5679 says, guys, I was in an elevator downtown. A woman came in and it was silent. Then she randomly looked at me and said... You have a white aura. Oh, my God. Oh. You're pure. And then she just started going off on spiritual things while staring at me. I have never felt more awkward in my life. I had no idea what to say. The door opened and I ran out of the elevator. Mm. Like, oh, my God, why are we both going to the top floor? <laughs> and we're still in the parquet oh level. <laughs> uh, Scott, how you doing? Fantastic. How are you doing? Good. Uh, we're chatting about, like, awkward conversations that you've been involved in. Uh, what was your situation here? Uh, so pretty much there's like a plethora of them. I used to work front desk at a hotel and um, all, all the time at check-in, people would start either like trauma dumping or talk about talking about awkward things. Oh my God. I almost had to start like, well, not profiling, but like there, there would be some people that would come, come, up, come to the desk and instead of saying, oh, good evening, how are you? I'd skip the how are you because I just don't want to hear what they were probably about to say. <laughs> you don't want to know. So if yeah, anyone... Well, it's, it's like... Sorry? Uh, so if anyone living their life approaches someone and there's no how are you doing, uh, then they know that you've been profiled as a chit-chatter. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, so, I mean, the one time, like, it, this was maybe at, like, 11.30 and I would work till midnight. Yeah. I come and ask them how the person's doing and they tell me about how they saw a squirrel drown earlier. It's like, I don't want to hear oh, that. Like, you're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, it's near the end of my shift. Let's wrap this up. Like, you know? Let's wrap this up. Also, Here's your cards and go. <laughs> also, like, people know when, like, a stranger asks, how are you doing? You don't really tell them how you're doing. Like, you no, should... you have to lie and say I'm good because you exactly. never show your weak spots. Exactly. Well, yeah. You're not like, oh, man, like, today my husband cheated on me with my best friend and oh. now it's like, I got that all the time. Oh I got that all the yeah, <laughs> and like sometimes, sometimes it was interesting, but most of the time it was like, could you please save this for someone else? Like there's <laughs> professionals for this. Wait, do you think maybe sometimes they would use it to get a little uh, a hotel perk? 
Um, like you mean like, like trauma a- dump and expect a free upgrade? Yeah, yeah, maybe. they want they want an upgrade so because you um, feel you I feel mean, bad maybe for them. like yeah, I think there probably were like I did. I mean, I did have someone like straight up. They were telling me something sad that happened, and they're like, <laughs> afterwards they asked, "Well, is there anything that you can do for me during this stuff time?" I'm like, um, <laughs> "No, no, <laughs> sorry, it's like, a Holiday Inn, <laughs> right? 100. Like, what do you want me to do for you? I can't. <laughs> the help you need, I can't provide you." <laughs> oh, I didn't so, even think about that. All right, okay, right? thanks, Scott. Person, yeah, I can see this conversation is wrapping up, so I'll wrap it up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're gonna end it now. You too. Yeah. Okay, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> so like Scott's just doing like customer service Checking people into a hotel Asks how you doing And people are trauma dumping on him Well yeah That's funny I'm gonna say uh, Later in the evening Is when there's a lot of trauma dump Could happening. be Travel makes people nuts So we've talked yeah, about yeah. before People lose their minds a bit uh, Staying anonymous here Hello how you Hello. doing Hello Hey. Hi. Good you. Oh, good good We're good So uh, what's your situation here How did things get awkward at work So uh my, I had a coworker. He was about 20 years older than me, and he would search up like erotica poems on the word computer. Erotica porn or poems? Poems. 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 Okay. I hope it wasn't porn. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this bad. Like, ow. But, what oh god. And me and my friend would screenshot the things that he would like search in Google engine because oh. he didn't know how to like erase his. Oh, he couldn't. And he like, couldn't get rid of his uh, history. search history, so every one could see it was erotic poems. Oh, yeah, and like things of what to say to uh, women that he would talk to on Twitter. Oh um, no! Like, about a, like a fat, like butt. Oh, <laughs> really what? Scary. A fat butt. <laughs> was this what? ever brought up with him? Like, did someone have to take the bull by the horns and be like, "Listen, you can't be doing this on a work computer." No, like, it was just between me and my, like, my friends. We would just kind of just talk about it amongst ourselves because it's awkward. And it's, like, didn't want to, like, get him in trouble because he, like, retired by just working, like, part-time. But yeah. it was just really weird. And then he would talk to us about, like, swingers and stuff. Swingers? <laughs> What's this guy doing? Old twitchy stash Stanley. Stands in the corner. Yeah. Jeez, look at oh. that erotic poems. I, I've never read an erotic poem, I don't, I don't think. I'm going to today. <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to be my, my search history here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks, Anonymous. Yeah, you're welcome. Have a good day. You too. too. Bye-bye. Right? Like, have you ever read an erotic poem? No, but maybe he's not into something. Work. Not at work. <laughs> uh, did she also say something like he was talking to women about like their like their juicy peaches? Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, we had a guy who used to work here who Uh-oh. used to corner me in my little office. Oh no! And tell me about all the women my age that he's dating. What the hell? <laughs> and he was like older, like way older. Oh, like should not be dating twenty year olds. No, oh god, yeah. I don't think he was. <laughs> no, <laughs> just gonna why. throw it out there. No, I don't think he was either. No. <laughs> here's oh. a here's a quick erotic poem for you. Okay. I, I don't. Uh, I'm not big into poetry, so Mars, maybe you get it because like you were big into poetry. Mm-hmm. Your stock has caught root among wet pebbles and drift flung by the sea and grated shells and split conch shells. Does nothing for me. That no. didn't get you hot? No. Uh, how about this one? The basket of figs. The basket of figs? Bring me your pain, love, spread. 
it out like fine rugs, silk sashes, warm eggs, cinnamon, and cloves and burlap sacks. Show me. And anything? No, nothing. No, stop it. <laughs> It sucks. <laughs> is this what that guy was reading, or was this more raunch? I think I think he's. I'm not really getting these, and this is like top erotic ones. Yeah, I've looked up. So you're reading like from like the 18th century erotic poems. Oh, is there a modern version? Yeah, I can't read them on the radio. Okay. <laughs> Burlap uh, sacks. Oh, I don't know. Okay, yeah, I don't know. All right, I don't know. These are top ones. Okay. Uh, Carrie, hello. Hi. Hey. Hi. Um, so, did you have to have an awkward conversation with oh, someone? Oh no. Yeah, so I went to I went to Mexico with a friend, except for she got sick, so I ended up going by myself. Right. And I was playing pool with a bunch of people, and this guy asked me if I had any kids, and I said, I have three, and then he asked me if I had, or if they had the same dad. What? And I said, yeah. What the and hell? I said, <laughs> I said, actually, they have five. <laughs> and he says... How do, how does that work? And I said it doesn't. And it's just like, <laughs> what is this guy? <laughs> Who asks that? Who asks? How many kids? Yeah, three. Are they all the, with the same man? Yeah. What? Why would yeah. you ever ask? Why that? would you ever ask that? Good way to shut well, it down, though. Yeah. Well, he was with the group Hot 107, so maybe that explains that. <laughs> oh, oh my God! <laughs> Shade there. Damn. 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 <laughs> All right. Good. Thanks, Carrie. Thank you. Love your show. Love you. Bye bye. Oh, live radio. <laughs> I could have dumped it, but I'm not. Going oh, we to. love you guys over at 107. We do. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's okay. Um, Diane. Good morning. How you doing? Good morning. How are you? Good, good. Um, you had an awkward conversation with some people, right? I did, yes. Uh, my husband and I were at a function, and we were sitting around a table of a group of large people, or a large group of people, sorry. Yeah. And um, the conversation kind of turned to how people in Alberta don't want people from down east living here. And oh. that they wish we would all go home. Oh, God. So I was like, okay, well, if you kick in a hundred and you kick in a hundred, there's about ten people at the table. I said, you have enough to pay for my flight home, and they're like, what? <laughs> and I said, oh, I'm from Quebec, and if you don't want me here, pay for my ticket, I'll go home. Yeah. So they were like, oh, well, we didn't mean you. I said, oh no. You meant me until you knew it applied to me. Oh, some people are so damn. ignorant. Yeah, and it's so, and the opinions of few don't place. represent the whole. I yeah, I know. Yeah, I know, but it's been. I mean, I got to tell you, I moved here. Like I'm, I'll be fifty three this year. We moved here from Quebec when I was eight. And even when I was eight years old, I had people telling me that their families think I needed to go home. So I don't often tell people where I was born. Oh. oh. Because I know that most times the reaction I will get. Oh. oh. Well, we love you here, Diane. We do. I was born in Ontario, so. I oh. <laughs> for a girl. <laughs> We're gonna have to pool our money for both of you guys. <laughs> Just kidding. No, we love you, Diane. Thanks for we calling. We love you, Diane. Okay. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. 
River Valley users and officials are reacting after a video surfaced on social media of a motorboat speeding down White Mud Creek in Edmonton on Sunday. Now, that area is a wildlife corridor home to various types of fish, birds, animals, widely used by canoeists and kayakers. And the video shows a motorboat with multiple people on board, narrowly missing a canoe traveling in the opposite direction. It's a boatload of broskies ripping down there. Yeah. Um, can you take motorboats down there? No. Oh, they just somehow they got the boat in and took yeah, her for they, a rip? Yeah, apparently um, motorboats have been, uh, they, they're saying that they've, they've seen, people in the area say that they've seen them in there every now and again. Two very large V8-powered jet boats came roaring off the creek. He's, uh, this guy, witness said back in 2016, uh, yeah. The guy filming this, he was in his canoe, and this boat came flying around the corner. Yeah. And just like oh. a wave goes over he's, him. He's really lucky he didn't get hit by the boat. Oh, my goodness. Jeez. So no boats in there. No electric, no powered boats are yeah, allowed in there. Don't, don't put your boat in there. Wow. Like, uh, also... And it looks like they blew through like a bunch of sticks and uh, ended up having to shove the boat back into the water. Yeah. Now, they're a little worried about the people that use the creek and then, of course, the animals that are there as well. How deep is it there? Well, obviously, if you got a big boat, unless it's an inboard, but like you think you'd be like catching, stuff, a, right? you think like, you'd be catching a lot of stuff. Like rocks or muds or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I put a picture of the uh, boat ripping on the uh, app there. Uh, it's a big boat. Mm. By the way, the city doesn't usually have enforcement officers patrolling the creek, which is why I'm guessing these guys were pretty brazen about doing it like they're not wearing life jackets either yeah yeah it's not this right. is not like a a sea do or a no 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 this is a big it's a big aluminum boat yeah the edmonton police service and the city's marine unit did you know we had a marine unit no well no. we do mm. and they are all investigating as well uh if anybody has any added information on this you can always contact the police on their non-emergency line mm-hmm. he almost hit that guy in the canoe yeah that could have been really bad yeah yeah. Oh, it's a yeah, it's a jet boat. People say you only need six to ten inches of water. Oh, I, yeah, okay. I don't oh, okay, know much so, about jet yeah. boats. So. Oh, They're not really? really getting hung up on much. Yeah, they did blow through a bunch of sticks and stuff. It looks like they hit the mud and then shoved it back in and then peeled out again. Uh, Take it onto the river, man. Yeah, get on the river. Get on the river. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the Mars. Uh, someone said the sign at the creek says yeah. it just says unsuitable for speedboats. Yeah, so it's oh, not okay. Banned. So it's not banned, but but you can't be. You also have to practice water safety. Like non motorized well, boats yeah. have right of way. Like you're supposed to realize what's going on in this river. Realize what's going on in this creek, and mm. you know, take it out into the river. Just basically, or don't, creek. Yeah, it's not don't even drive river. around like a bunch of douchebags. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. So, mm. oh well. Mm. The video's up. Uh, by the way, there's a link to it in the app if you guys want to go on over and have a look. All right, Canadians' trust in big brands has waned amid soaring prices, but there's one grocery store apparently that we trust the most. Grocery the University store. of Victoria revealed Canada's most trusted brands for 2023 across a variety of industries, and uh, there's one store that comes out on top a number of times. Do we have it here? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got lots of them here. We, we have lots of them. Yep. Oh, Canadians, we love this brand. As the most trusted grocery brand. We love it. Is Obviously it- not 
blah blah. So, no. Okay. <laughs> is it Costco? It is Costco. Yeah. Yeah. Packs. Oh, I was going to say Safeway. <laughs> no, it's no, Costco. Your scene points because you guys no. love your scene points. Oh, <laughs> Costco didn't only come out on top for grocery, but it also tied for the most trusted brand overall. So even outside of grocery, just everything. Yeah, yeah. Just everything else. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, which is pretty crazy. By the way, Crash, you had mentioned Loblaws. It didn't even come close. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> it ranks 304th overall oh in trust. So that's out of like all yeah, of the yeah, industry. Yeah. yeah, that's not surprising. Uh, not out of just grocery stores. Yeah, they got a, a big hill to climb. <laughs> they got to work on some <laughs> to stuff. To gain some trust again. Yeah, there is though some changes coming to Costco. And uh, it's a little reminiscent of what Netflix did a few months ago. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Wholesale and retail giant Costco says they're going to start cracking down on membership sharing. In other words, if your face and name isn't on the card, you're not getting in. Mm. Are they really going to check? If you're a Costco member in Canada, you're no stranger to having to show your membership card upon entry and checkout. You probably have relatives and family members who have asked you, hey, can I grab your card to go get some some sweet deals? Well, apparently Costco said it's going to change. In other words, they're going to be checking for photos now at the door. See, it's never been an issue. And Mara's always thought like they're like very militant in there. I'm like, well, just take my card. She's like, no, I can't. And meanwhile, this is just her way to save cash over the years. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's brilliant. Yeah, she's like, I yeah. can't go because my face is not on the card. I'm like, they don't check. They just scan yeah. it. <laughs> now they do. <laughs> Costco has noticed that non-member shoppers have been using membership cards that don't belong to them. And they say that they are going to start cracking down on that, saying, quote, we don't feel that it's right that non-members receive the same benefits and pricing as our members. Mm. So if the membership card does not have have a photo or an eligible photo in mm. other words like my old Costco card it just looked like a smear of pixels sure yeah then you, they will ask you for photo ID oh what? yep oh I feel like this is going to cause lineups at the door it is uh, uh, a lineup actually, out a lineup in they're going to be asking for it before um, you pay so it's not going to be when you enter the store. Oh, okay. It's okay. going to be when you're uh, right buying. Right at the checkout, yeah. Right at the checkout. Management confirmed that across Canada, it will be asking to see membership cards with the customer's photo on it. If the photo is not on it or ineligible, you will have to show photo ID that matches the membership card hmm. at your uh, at your checkouts. They should make a uh, like a cheaper buddy pass option for like an extra like 15 bucks. You can add a friend. Yeah, I guess. Wouldn't that be handy? Sure. Although then they'd just be like, get your own membership. So like if you, like <laughs> like for Haley and Hayden, yeah. Haley just can't take Hayden's card and go to Costco anymore. Which is silly because his card is on my account. Hmm. It's my account. Yeah, because they're looking at photo. Oh yeah, the yeah. photo has you have to the, have the physical the card or it's on the. Well, yeah, I guess you can have the app. I think they would be wise to do like a freeloader card. Yeah. So if you've got like kids in university or you've got a buddy who doesn't like to go to Costco, that's like an extra thirty bucks. Like half price of a Costco card membership. Mm -hmm. And then they just get to be on your account. Then I guess everyone would have the freeloader card. Yeah. So one that means, person, yeah, <laughs> That's the actual one. So that one person then is the one to buy. Yeah. Uh-huh. So even if it's like the how, the card that the family uses, mm. you want to pay for one membership. That person has to be there to purchase it. Yeah. I just use the app. This text here five six seven eight nine says, "Well, they better down then upgrade their photo taking machine because yeah. I could be in a sixty seven Buick in my photo for all you can tell from it." Sure. Yeah, I could be a dinosaur in mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they should probably have a better quality photo. Although, on the app, it's a color photo, and it's way better quality. Is it really? Yeah. I don't have a Costco app. 
This text here, five six seven eight nine, says they're already doing it. My boyfriend went to Costco. He had to show his ID. Huh? Really? Unbelievable. Yeah the uh, the app one is crystal clear on your photo. Oh, I don't want it. I don't want to see I my photo. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it either. <laughs> this is me back in 2008. Oh, yeah. I think I got my I photo. I look good. I got my photo taken in 2017. I got a faux hawk in mine. <laughs> I still had hope in my eyes. <laughs> your photo crashes from like 2012. 2008. Oh, 2008? Even, yeah, even it's 2008. Time for an upgrade. I'm a 15 plus year member. Right. Uh, some people are saying too. just look into it for the spouse card. Uh-oh. Spouse card might be free. Mine says membership expires in one day. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Costco. Redo that one. This text here, 56789, says, guys, I used to use my mom's card for years. And then one day a girl studied the hell out of the picture and said, is this you? I didn't answer, so she wouldn't let me buy my groceries. What? She was so mad, she called the manager over and drilled me as to why I would, quote, be lying to Costco. It was a little over the top, in my opinion. Wow. Uh, like as a cashier I'd just be like Whatever I, I know I wouldn't carry It's her. not my business mm, Yeah I know <laughs> If someone else catches you Sure uh, right? I don't care You can buy I don't even care if I, Scan your uh, Scan the other person's card Yeah down sure the line. Whatever Whatever just Give me your money um, Here uh, Colby how you doing Good how are you Good Hi. good uh, You went to Costco And you had some issues With the card Were you doing the Uh-oh. card sharing thing Well no I was with My husband And um it was my Costco card, and then we went to pay, and he went to use his debit card on my account, and they wouldn't let us use his debit card. I had to use my debit card for it. What? Is that because your name is on the membership? Yeah, but, yeah, but we were together, so why do they care who pays? Yeah, right? They're getting the money. Oh, that is yeah. weird. That's what I thought they normally did. That's why I would always worry. Because uh, I, I thought they looked at the card name, <laughs> like credit card, debit card, and membership card. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so they had to, my husband is actually on my account. He just doesn't have a physical card. Yeah, yeah. And they had to get the manager to go and verify that he was on my account so that he could pay for Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, what a pain in the ass. It was, like, so much. Yeah. Too much. Oh, how is this the most trusted company in Canada? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, we keep going back to it. So yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, we figure it out. Oh, <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Okay, thanks for the info, Colby. <laughs> No problem. Okay. Bye bye. She's not the only. She's not the first person to be no. t- texting that in either. I've had to deal with that too. Because the name doesn't match the membership, like a credit card is someone else's name. Yeah, my huh. when my mom took me to uh, Costco when I was in university, um, I wanted to buy my own separate stuff. Yeah. So I was behind her and I was going to pay for my stuff. And they're like, "Nope, it has to be on one bill. Oh, you can't do two bills. Weird. Oh. Yeah. So I was like, "I'll just e-transfer oh. for you, I guess. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> like." Oh. Sorry for have, making you buy all of my booze from Costco. <laughs> yeah, right? That's kind of a pain in the butt, no? Yeah. Yeah, super weird. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Oh, well. Well, just keep in mind that they have announced that they are going to start cracking down on it. I did see some texts roll in from maybe anonymous Costco workers yeah. who said not to worry. They're not going to be checking unless a manager is breathing down their neck. Oh, so if you it's see a manager a, standing around that that yeah. uh, line, don't go to that one. Yeah, go to the other one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. This, is, uh, this was a little shocking yesterday. Apparently, Madonna has come down with a serious bacterial infection over the weekend, uh, and it landed her in the ICU you for several days so it's just announced yesterday apparently at one point she was even on a ventilator uh i know i read earlier this morning her management team were actually putting together protocols for if she died no way 
because it was that serious they were like all right like probably press releases and everything were rolled out how they thought she was gonna die yeah they were planning for like her whole like empire how to how do they manage this Madonna was rushed to a New York hospital after she was found unresponsive. Her daughter, Lourdes, has been with her throughout the entire time. Madonna's manager, uh, Guy Osere, says, quote, her health is improving. However, she is still under medical care. A full recovery is expected. Now, Madonna was supposed to kick off a world tour in about two weeks, but that has all been postponed for now. It's supposed to kick off in Vancouver. Yeah. Um... A serious bacterial infection. Yeah, what is that? What the hell is that? Is that just that? like you got a scratch and it got massively infected? That's or? the first thing my brain thinks. Mm-hmm. Right? Will that land you on a ventilator? It might if it goes undetected for a long time. Man. And like, yeah. and like she's a working machine, so... Yeah. Like she's probably not a fountain of health per se. Right? Like probably it- exhaustion... Yeah, like, would would this happen to you if you, like, had sepsis? Like, is that what it is? Like, in your blood? Is that? Uh, yeah, yeah. It probably led to a blood infection or something. Oh, man. Yeah. That's, That's pretty crazy. Yeah. But, it, yeah, it's wild, though, like, to think that, like, the management team was, like, preparing. They were getting ready for statements. Because they're like, she's, she's probably done. Holy and they prepared cow. everything. That's and then like imagine like uh, Mars like uh, if you got like crazy sick. Yeah, like That'd would be wild would work like quickly scramble to like rip down the billboards. Here, and, like, no, God, no, <laughs> no. Scrubber from the podcast. <laughs> we put together a memory of like our openers, like some one liners. A memory of the, that's that's what they're gonna do. Yeah, in yeah, in living memory of run them for a week and never, then and then a, a new morning new show. wacky morning yeah. show rolls in. And everybody would forget. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's probably you're probably right. right? That's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. So nonetheless, it looks like she is on the mend, but it was a pretty scary time for her. Look at this text here. It says, guys, my brother almost lost his leg from a cut on his foot that got infected. It made its way to his bone. And then it was, they were like, oh, we we might have to cut your leg off. Wow. Oh, that's brutal. Hmm. People are saying it's from what was done to her face. No, it's not. Don't, don't put women down. That's rude. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably yeah, it's probably just a cut or Yeah. Can, can you just I would imagine you could just ingest some bacteria. Yeah, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Well, Hayden got a like oh, a yeah, really right. bad bacterial infection from a bug sting. Yeah, right. He got cellulitis. We had to put him on an antibiotic drip for a couple hours. Yeah, cuz that was that was a bacterial infection it, it turned was out, right? So bad. Yeah. His red or his leg was so red and angry. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, did you end up getting your insurance money back? Yeah, we did. Oh, you finally did? Yeah, we got yeah. it back in uh, middle of April. Yeah. We went in January. <laughs> wow. That took, it took some time. At least you got it back. Yeah, at least mm-hmm. we got it back. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Oh, man. That took well, a long time, though. I know. It did take a long time. How many weeks is that? It was months. It was months and months. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, well, thank God, though, that they got it, because you're right. Like, if he would have... It could have got really bad. It, it could have got really bad. It would have ruined our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say so. <laughs> yeah, if he was like hospitalized for longer than he was. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. gosh. Mm-hmm. Well, she's on the mend, so that's good news. Uh, this story here is um, interesting. And let me know if you are a woman uh, who has not have children and you are at about the age of 35, are you binge drinking alcohol? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not 35 yet. <laughs> 
if you're close to 35, like yes. Haley, then yes. Okay. A new study shows that newer generation of women who are between the ages of 30 and 40 are at risk for binge drinking. Hmm. And using alcohol and alcohol use disorder. Apparently, uh, women in their late 20s and 30s tend to reduce their alcohol consumption. But it looks like we've all said, forget that. <laughs> and that trend is growing now in women who are drinking more at the age of 35 and older. Do they suspect why? Freedom. Yeah, you don't have to. Freedom. You don't have to have one person at home who can drive to the hospital in case yeah. of an emergency. <laughs> Both of you can get lit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What was interesting in this study is it also showed that generally it is men between these ages that do the most binge drinking mm-hmm. with or without children, mm-hmm. uh, whereas women normally start turning down the alcohol. But apparently times have changed and things are turning around and women are now 60% more likely to binge drink if they're 35 years old and have not had kids. Hmm. Yeah. Is it the convenience of just being able to, although you can binge drink anywhere, you can binge drink at a bar. Uh-huh. Yeah, you I can binge drink at home. convenience can, at home yeah. of like the uh, delivery services and just no one's judging you at home so you crush a couple bottles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. Maybe people are more into bathtubs now, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, although this text here says I'm 35, no kids, I absolutely do not binge drink. I used to when I was 18 or 23. Now, I just have one or two drinks. That's about it. Just stiff ones, though, eh? This text here, 5679, says 100% yes. Oh, yeah. On the dude side, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, I think I have a problem. (laughs) This text here says, I'm 42, childless. I do not drink at all. That's from Colleen in Riverbend. Mm. That's good. This text here says, I'm 35, no kids. I'll binge drink every couple of months. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, if you if you do it every couple months, is that appropriate? Yeah, I mean, do is whatever you want. Is that considered binging? Yeah. This text here says, I'm 34, no kids. I don't binge drink, but now I binge eat. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Yeah. And this text here at 56789 says, hey, guys, I'm 36 years old, no kids. And yeah, weekend is here, man. Weekend is here. <laughs> well, Lean into it. Yeah, Lean and sometimes the weekend it. starts on like a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> If the week starts that way, then you right? got to just lean into it. And then you justify. You're like, summer's short, man. Yeah. Like, we're running out of time here. There are only so many days you can drink beer outside. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. before you know it, snow is flying and we're like, I wish I could be on my back deck right now. Yeah. 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 I'm not binge. I'm not binge deck drinking in the winter. Yeah. Just sit by the fireplace. <laughs> You just move it. Yeah, yeah. yeah just That's move, what you move do. The Moves inside. <laughs> you just move it. That's all you do. Yeah. All right. So Crash and I watched this show um, on, uh, I think it's on HBO. Yeah, it's HBO. It's on the Crave app. Yeah. And it is awesome. Ooh. It's called The Other Two. <gasps> and it's uh they're they're wrapping it up they've just announced after season three and so we're at the end of season three right now it's one of those shows that they release episodes weekly oh it is hilarious it's a comedy it's awesome it's probably the funniest thing i've seen on tv in a really long time Hmm. so if you're looking for something to binge and watch check out the other two on hbo it's really funny um but in it last night we were watching uh, the episode that they released for the week and Molly Shannon is in it and she is hilarious she goes back to visit uh, an old childhood friend in Ohio who has just recently redone her kitchen Uh Mm -hmm. and the whole kitchen 
is a bee theme. <laughs> <laughs> little honeybees. <laughs> little honeybees. Like, like, like little like decals of bees that yeah. are like all over the cupboards. There's some bees on the wall. Yeah. There's bees on the ceiling. Okay. There's tea a, towels. Tea cups, towels. Cutlery. Cups. Cutlery. Okay. That's better than I was picturing because I was picturing black and yellow like cupboards and floor. Oh, just the vibe that, of a bee. No, these no. are actual like pictures of bees. It was pictures <laughs> of bees and like decals of bees. <laughs> And of course, um, I mean, I'm not going to give anything away if you're watching the show. Again, watch it. It is awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think the girl who stars in it is Canadian, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Molly has to react to being in a bee kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot. (laughs) But while we were watching this, Crash said... We paused it, and he said, my aunt had a kitchen like this. It's it's what I call the overly-themed kitchen. Yes. And my aunt was into um, chickens. And it was just, it's the classic, like, red and white chicken. The red, like, red head and just white body chicken. Her kitchen was just chickens everywhere. It was red and white cupboards and the backsplash tiles. Each third tile was a chicken inlay. Oh, my God. The the uh, dinnerware had chickens on it. Oh. Her like pots and pans, those, those little fabric like the holders, the, yeah, yeah. holders, yeah. pot holders, chickens. Oh Everything was chicken. This this is the direction my sister in law's heading. To. Oh, oh no! She's like, what's the theme? What's the theme? Chicken. It's chicken. She's gonna have a chicken kitchen. <laughs> I am so excited. It makes buying things for her so easy. And that's the thing too, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it starts with. It's shocking though, like when you walk into these these homes or just rooms where you're like, Wow, there's a lot of chicken. And like my mom, uh, my mom kind of dabbled in it a bit and she was into owls. And it was just owl everything. Wait, who? Owls? Ooh. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. She gotcha. <laughs> Took a second, Haley. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, the living room started getting themed of just owls. There were pictures on the walls. We had shelves beside the fireplace. Those were filling up with everything owl. Wow. And it was slowly making its way through the house. Yeah. Like and then one day, Yeah, yeah. And then one day, just gone. We came home from school and it was gone. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> she lost owls. her mind. <laughs> Do you guys remember in the 90s, the border wallpaper? Oh, yeah. We had that. So for some reason you would put like a border up around your room yep, or like you put it along, or the ceiling. Or along the ceiling yeah. or along like if you had wainscoting yeah. or whatever it was what was in your border usually those were themed too it was a uh, kind of like floral watercolor so there wasn't anything in it right but i would always like look for shapes yeah, yeah look for shapes in it yeah. our, our kitchen uh i think the cupboards at one point were like a weird green oh, and yeah. my mom went through a sunflower phase in the kitchen oh yeah and that's where i'm at the border was sunflower border all around the whole kitchen. And we're like, wow, that's vibrant. <laughs> that's the path I'm heading yeah. down. And then we had the uh, the element covers that were sunflowers. Oh. The, the uh, porcelain spoon holder for your coffee spoon. That was sunflower. Yeah, yeah sunflowers are taking over. Sunflowers mm-hmm. in the kitchen. Owls in the living room. Yeah. <laughs> Day and night. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I want to know from you guys this morning, uh, do you want to share with us your themed house? Maybe it was the house that you grew up in. Uh, maybe it's the house you have right now. Like Haley said, she's on her way to a sunflower kitchen. Yeah, I still have all my wedding decorations that were sunflower themed. I'm like, 
It's just going to be a part of my house. It's decor now. <laughs> I can't sell it. It's getting incorporated. <laughs> right. You've just got to put it up. Oh, no. It becomes kitsch. Or just donate it, Haley. No, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you've got a story you want to share with us, people are saying we're d- literally describing their grandma's house. Oh, sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Grandmas yeah. are big for this. Yeah. They they love a particular thing and they stick with it. This text here, 56789, says it sounds like you're describing my baba's kitchen, except her obsession was roosters. Mm, yeah, yeah. Roosters, chickens. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rooster, chicken. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. My aunt's was probably more rooster then. Yeah. With the redhead. Yeah. With, yeah. Uh, 780-489-4669 is the number to call. Text us if you like as well at 5678. We're talking about themed houses. Do you have a themed kitchen? Did you grow up with a themed bedroom? Maybe you had a themed bathroom. Themed bathrooms are big. Oh, yeah. They're really big. Why, like on the prairies, did we have seashell themed ocean bathrooms? I don't bathrooms? know. I've seen Every that. bathroom of my friend's place was like just filled with seashells. I'm like, why? Nowhere near an ocean. Yeah. And it's like a baby blue bathroom, a pile of seashells. There's a, a, a conch on the, yeah, the a conch. Ba- yeah, on the back of the toilet. My mom had a conch. <laughs> like, why? I don't know. I think she got her conch from the Bahamas. Oh, okay. Back when like you could take people stuff. People traveled. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. back when you could travel with organic things. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. If you've got a story to share, we want to know what themed room is in your house right now. Maybe you grew up with it. Did you grow up with a chicken kitchen? Give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We're talking about um, your themed rooms in your house. Yesterday, Crash and I were watching an episode of one of our favorite shows on HBO called The Other Two. It's really funny. They're just quick little like under 30 minute episodes, but it's it's a funny show if you're looking for something to watch. But in the episode that we watched last night, Molly Shannon stars in it, and she goes to visit an old friend of hers in Ohio, and her friend has just, quote, redone the kitchen, mm-hmm. and it's bee-themed. She was so excited to show up. She was off. so excited. <laughs> bees, like, deckled bees on the wall. And it's not like a bee. It's a, it's, it's, there's a bee on the wall, but it also has, like, a little black line following where the bee flew. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. And all over, like, the, uh, the, the kitchen cabinet tree itself, she had deckled on bees. And then it showed like it's little like squirrely like flight path. Yeah. Yeah. Cute. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's pretty funny. The, the, at, the scene is funny. And look at how many people um, either have or grew up with a themed room in their house. Oh, yeah. Or maybe the entire house was themed. Like yeah. you pick one thing. Like my aunt was uh, into chickens. It was all chickens, like roosters and stuff. Even her poles on her cupboards were little chickens. Like <laughs> the hardware? Yeah, the hardware. Yeah, the they poles. They were little chickens. Yeah, they were chickens. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Oh, yeah. That's great. So we want to know if you guys, maybe you have a theme room right now. Uh, maybe you've got a theme uh, in your house. Maybe you grew up with one. Um, and I just want to point out, Crash, that the seashell um, triggered a lot of people. Yeah, right? We're in the prairies. Why do we have ocean bathrooms? People are saying because they're stuck here. <laughs> I, I, there were even like bowls of sand yes, with I, seashells stuck in there. I'm like, what is this? You shut your mouth. I have a bunch of those in my house. Do you? <laughs> you shut yes. your mouth. Yeah. I collect seashells and sand. Oh, that is great. I've had to move them up so the dogs can't get them. Oh. Oh, yeah. And we live in the middle of farmer's fields. Yeah. I need a beach. <laughs> I yeah. need to touch sand every month or I go crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be the first time, yeah, I've ever seen anything ocean-wise. Yeah. Pretty funny. <laughs> it was on the back of a toilet. Back of the toilet. <laughs> like we were saying, the old conch. You gotta have it. Gotta have a conch. And you put it to your ear and you hear the ocean. Yeah. Okay, shut up. I do have a conch. Do you Where'd have you a conch? Yeah. Wow. Where'd Is you it get in your... that? When I was in Mexico as a kid. 
kid. It came with me. Wow. I've yeah. had it for years. Is it in the bathroom? No, it's on my uh, TV stand. Oh. <laughs> right in the open. Wow. A conch. <laughs> I mean, do you have more than just like what's in your bathroom and the conch in the living room? Are you going for ocean theme? They're just kind of smattered throughout my house. Right. Little pitter patter of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's some shells on the windowsill in the uh, the spare bedroom. There it is. Right. There it is. They're making their way around. Uh, this text here five six seven eight nine says, "Hey guys, my mom's kitchen was cows everywhere. The oven mitts, the mugs, the kettle. The floor was even black and white. Oh, like yeah. a dairy cow. My bathroom." Palm trees. Mm. Walmart had the beachy palm tree set, so I bought all of it. The towels, the shower curtain, the cup, the toothbrush holder, the soap <laughs> dish, the bath mats. Is that what gets us? We buy the these, we buy the sets, like a bed in the bag kind yeah, of thing. Maybe. The, the bathroom set. Everything has the same look. Yeah, yeah. maybe. And it's then so you're easy. like, well, I'm committing to it. And then you see a picture of a palm tree. You're like, well, I might as well buy this too. It yeah. fits. It's like a starter kit for decorating a room. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. Interior design 101. I would go buy that Buy a bed far. in a bag. I, I would maybe say interior design for dummies. Yeah. <laughs> Myself <laughs> included in the dummies. <laughs> This text here at 56789 says, I literally have a dried up starfish on the back of my toilet. <laughs> oh, the I'm offended, starfish. LOL. My aunt had the starfish. <laughs> Do you remember the sand dollars? Oh, yeah. Sand dollars. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's funny how we're like, water here. Yeah. Put water things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is hilarious. That's so funny. Uh, 7804 down if you want to share a story with us. Um, we'll start with uh, Rebecca here. Hey, Rebecca. Hi. Hey. Hi. Uh, you had a themed room, right? I sure did. <laughs> oh man, was uh, what was the theme? Sunflowers. Sun- Sunflowers. Okay. Yeah. How, how did it start? So I grew up in the '90s, high school in the '90s, uh-huh. and I don't know. I just I think I got a sunflower carpet, and then I had like sunflower teacups, sunflower like bed spread and then one day my friend and I came home from school my mom had bought paint with intentions to paint my room and she hadn't so we just painted a couple walls yellow a couple walls green wow Wow. the full deal full deal the the wallpaper border my mom put up afterwards and oh yeah it stayed that way for years Did it, it did it stay up way beyond when you were still into sunflowers? Like, did you move on from that? And it is just like, well, it is what it is. No, so I stayed into sunflowers, and then I moved away and went to university, and it was still sunflowers. So I'd come home for like holidays and still had my sunflower room. Yeah, and then eventually, yeah, my mom I think was happy to to change it up to get rid of yeah. it. Have you moved on to something new? No, well, no, no, I haven't. But I'm thinking I should bring back the sunflowers. You should. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe a little nostalgia. Maybe a more toned down version would work. Like, <laughs> like one. Oh, yeah. I had the sunflower, the sunflower perfume, everything. <laughs> Holy crap. That was a good perfume, actually. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. That's hilarious. Okay, thanks, Rebecca. Thanks, Rebecca. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. I know, Mars. I was worried. We'll do it. It was like a flashback because, like, yeah. uh, I grew up with a uh, the sunflower uh, themed kitchen for a bit, and like this year, Mars came home from the greenhouse with sunflowers. I'm like, oh my god, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> oh no, no, no! They're for the garden. They're for the garden. But no, I wouldn't bring them. Well, I mean, they'd be pretty cut inside. But then, like, a, what about a beautiful picture of a sunflower? That would be nice. Yeah, I've got a couple of those for you. <laughs> I know where to get some, Mars. Thank you, Haley. <laughs> if it's a gift, you have to put it up. That's the rule. <laughs>
Yeah. I'm oh. going to come visit. <laughs> Let me know when you're coming. <laughs> the exact time. Mars just never accepts a gift. <laughs> no, I'd only put it up when I knew Andy oh, was Oh, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Um, Lee, hello. How you doing? Good, yourself. Good, Hi. good. Uh, you, uh, you made a bit of a themed home office, right? Yes. Um, I grew up on the Northumberland Street, so like on coastal New Brunswick. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, so, you know, like I grew up on lobster boats and, you know, cod fishing and that. So I want to feel like I'm home because the first 40 years of my life was spent on the North. Yeah. Have sea, sea stars, sand, um, sea glass, sand dollars. I, I even collected the sea glass and took a picture frame and made a wave design with the sea glass and oh. then poured resin poured resin over top of it. Oh. So then it hangs in my window and it's almost like a stained glass, but I see it and I see the ocean colors. Oh wow. You've really oh, committed clever. to this. Yeah. I miss I, I miss home, especially in the summertime, because let's face it, the sleuths are yeah, the, yeah, the sleuths are not, are not great. And when people ask us, you know, well, if you love it so much, why did you move here? And I'm like, well, for the seafood in Alberta, of course. Well, yeah, yeah that's what you tell them. World famously, World famous seafood in Alberta. I get I it though. Like if you grew up around the water like that, yeah, it's it's a memory. It's yeah. a piece of home. So you create sure. that room in your house. Yeah. Yeah. Gives you that memory. I, eat, I even bring back every year when I go home. I even bring back a bottle of um, seawater. Oh! And every every time I miss home, I put my finger in it and rub it under my nose. Oh. I get the smell. <laughs> a little salty smell. Oh, girl, You're like, this is nice. You sound homesick. Oh, Daryl and I've been homesick for the ten years I've been in Alberta. Yeah. Oh, oh but at least you have that room now. That's nice. And that Alberta yeah. money! Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and the leeches and pigeon legs. Woo! Let's go! Yeah. Yeah, it's just a little, just a little thing. Don't worry about that. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay, thanks, yeah. Lee. Thanks, Lee. Okay, thanks. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. This text here, 56789, says, uh, Hey, guys, um, I just moved into um, my, new, my new place right now. Yeah. And as I was unpacking, I pulled out um, the seashells and the sand. <laughs> um, my big sand dollar we picked up in Cuba, mm. my conch. And now I'm totally questioning, why am I even putting this out? No, put it out. Put it out. It's put, memories. Put it out. It's uh, When you walk into the bathroom, it, I'm guessing you're putting it in the bathroom. It's going in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's decorating the bathroom. It'll give you, uh, it'll give you good vibes. Yeah. yeah. Remind right? you of when you, when you went to Cuba. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Does it though? A little bit. Yeah. I think it would because you're looking at it and you're like, I remember scooping this sand from that particular beach, mm -hmm. taking this shell, smuggling it in my luggage, worried going through security at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> this text here, 5679 from Nikki says, you guys, when I met my now husband, he lived like an old lady. His kitchen was themed grapes and vines. Ooh. Grapes. He had pot holders, toaster covers, all kinds of stuff that was all grapes and vines. I'm not going to lie. It was a moment of, oh, hell no. The, the grapes and vine thing was another like pack of stuff was, that you can you're buy. You're right. It, was a, it came as a starter pack. Yeah. 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 Usually came with those wine glass paintings. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. I forgot about those. forgot about those. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chantel, hello. Hey, Hi. Um, you realize you have a themed room in your house, right? 
Um, well, it was my old house. Um, I recently had to move in with my mom. But anyway, yes, uh, my room was all Barbie themed in my old house. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Full deal, eh? Yeah. Yes, and I'm like a full 30-year-old adult. Oh, I thought you were a kid. <laughs> no, no, like, this was last year. This was oh. last year. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, when you say full Barbie theme, are we just talking, like, paint and, like, a, like tasteful? Or are we talking, like, wallpaper, borders, shelving with everything displayed? I mean, I personally thought it was tasteful, but, um, like, I had... My room was all white, and then the ceiling I painted Barbie pink, and I did all the trim in Barbie pink. And then I had a walk-in closet, and I did the walk-in closet walls all Barbie pink. And I had shelves that were pink and held my Barbies. And I had every, like, all the Barbie makeup that I had and stuff like that, all the collaborations, like, displayed and everything. Yeah, it was full on. <laughs> so are you, like, totally jacked then for the Barbie movie? Oh my gosh, you have no idea. I'm counting down the days. <laughs> well, you got to paint your new room with yeah. the Barbie theme just to oh, celebrate it's, it's the pink. movie. It doesn't have to. It's already there. Oh, no. that's true. Well, I don't think my mom would appreciate a Barbie room in her house. Oh, so I yeah. can't wait to talk about it again. Yeah, because you're, yeah, you're in your mom's house now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Thanks, Chantel. Thanks, Chantel. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, that's fun. Uh, this text here, 5679, says, Hey, guys, my family did a trip to Victoria a couple summers ago. We ended up going to the beach. We picked up some shells and all that trinkety stuff and thought we're going to put it in the bathroom. <laughs> the only problem was we forgot it in the car, which was a rental, and that's why it didn't really matter. It basically just began and cooking up and stinking up the car oh. we didn't take it back with us mm. oh. yeah mm. it sits in the heat yeah, yeah. bacon uh susan how you doing good morning i'm good how are you guys good good um it looks like uh, you kind of had a bit of a realization that oh god you you have a themed house <laughs> yeah i don't even remember how we moved oh i'm serious right it just creeps up on you when it we moved into this house about seven years ago and at the time I I don't know I went to this kitschy store and I bought this really cool leather purse that's shaped like an owl okay so I had to show I had to show everybody this purse because it's like really cool and it cost me a lot of money and I was just in love with it yeah and then somewhere somehow somebody got the idea that I really love owls yes and so I started getting these little owl things and and they, you know, they're kind of pretty and cute, one or two things. And then we kind of realized that we were starting to do it. We'd go shopping. I'd be like, oh, look at this owl. This is really pretty. Oh, yeah, let's get it. But then we started, we started actually saying to ourselves, yeah, but we're not collecting owls. I said, yeah, I know, I know, but we, we really like this one. Yeah, okay, so we'd buy it. So it's become a thing. We go somewhere, I see an owl, we want to buy it, but we have to say, but we're not collecting owls. And it got to the point that my last birthday, I decided I wanted to go and do ceramics. Yeah. And I was working on this garden gnome thing, and my hubby was done early and bored, and I, and I, and I said, well, go do a mug for me, a new coffee mug, because oh. mine had chipped. He's like, yeah. okay. So he starts painting it. He, this is what he does. He puts an owl on one side, and on the other side, he handwrites, but we're not collecting owls. And that is now got quite a so in cute. our cupboard. That is awesome. That is so cute. I wonder if that's what happened with my mom, because like she just, like, uh, the owl collection just exploded in the house, but she got to a breaking oh, yeah. point, and it just disappeared one day. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm telling you, you, you find anybody who has a collection, they don't know how it happened. It's because somebody gets the idea yeah. that you like whatever that is, and then, just like Haley said, oh, 
good. Now I know what to get you forever. It's like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Please, no. no. <laughs> That's great. Thanks for sharing that, Susan. Thanks, Susan. All right, have a great day, guys. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, and I, I guarantee that's what happened with my mom. Maybe she bought, like, one owl. She's like, that's cute. It'll look good on the shelf. And yeah. then everyone's like, she loves owls. Quick, get her more. <laughs> yeah. Because when my dad was around, he had an elephant collection. Yeah. The other half of the living room was all elephants. Well, because once you find out somebody's <laughs> into something, yeah. Yeah. you start buying it for them constantly, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's an easy gift. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more on this. Uh, Brandon's hanging on. How you doing, Brandon? Good, Crash. How are you today? Good, good. Um, uh, did you grow up in a themed house, or was it someone else's? Uh, I didn't necessarily grow up in my grandma's house, but I spent a fair, fair bit amount of time there. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So, my grandma quit smoking in 2002. I was in grade two. Um, and the day she quit, my grandpa went and bought her this Boyd's Bear. You know what a Boyd's Bear is, right? No. No. Electric Bear? Okay, well, they don't make them anymore, but they were collector bears. Okay. Okay? And my grandpa bought her one of those when she quit smoking. Well, it's 20, what year are we in? 2023? She's got over, like, 800 of these bears. Bears. Um, Yeah. Uh, She went to, like, the factory, I think it's in Vermont, like the Boyd's Bear Factory. Wow. Uh, She's got sets of, like, special ones that are, like, Marines, and there's armies, and there's police ones. There's bacon. There's all kinds of sets, and she's got, like, over 800. She was, like, published in a magazine for it for quitting, smoking, and all the bears and stuff. And Wow. Yeah, it's 800 bears. Bear central. So, like, you just, uh, like, open up a cupboard, there's bears. There's bears on shelves, bears in the bathroom, bears Picture, in the bedroom. Pictures of bear, wallpaper bear. Oh, yeah, bears everywhere. Not necessarily the wallpaper side, because that's sailboats, but, like, sailboats? bears every... Yeah, she's got sailboat borders <laughs> in her kitchen with, like, matching blue paint for the ocean. I love it. Yeah, it'd be weird if she didn't have that. <laughs> and it also makes sense because my grandpa's from Massachusetts, so it makes complete sense. Oh, there you go, there you go. All right, yeah, a little, uh, little yeah. marine theme. So great. That's great. Okay, oh, yeah. thanks for sharing that, Brandon. Yeah, thanks, Brandon. No problem. Thanks, guys. You're the best, and... Mars, I will never forget you if you were just to spontaneously die. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Honestly, that just made my day. That's, that's really nice. I appreciate it. <laughs> you guys are all my favorite. You guys are so kick butt. Oh, thanks, Brandon. Oh, all right. We love yeah. you too, Brandon. Take care, buddy. Yeah, we'll talk to you later. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. I'm going to start off by posting a picture up in the app here. Uh, By the way, if you don't have the app for the radio station, you're missing out because you can see all the messages that come into the radio station and all the messages that get sent out. Are you throwing a hot selfie up there or what? No, not a hot selfie. (laughs) Come on. With the app, you can also watch on Now TV. You don't need a still picture of me. You can watch me on Now TV live. Yeah, Yeah, IRL. That's (laughs) right. fans doesn't have that. (laughs) They do. Well, they do. They do. Yeah, they do. What is this that you posted? So that's the thunderstorm <laughs> forecast for today. So Crash kind of touched on it briefly. Um, Why am I seeing funnel cloud? So, uh, well, no, don't scare people with funnel cloud, but... Well, that's what the arrow says. There is a... frenzies. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I didn't mean to whip everybody up into a frenzy. <laughs> There's a parade of severe uh, weather that continues into today on the prairies. So they're looking at severe thunderstorms that could pop up across uh, Alberta. And they've actually put Edmonton in the funnel cloud and land spout chance. Oh. 
That's not good. Oh, my God. So just keep that in mind today. Yeah. They're saying today and into Friday as we enter our fourth consecutive day of some lively weather conditions. So if we see an angry cloud, run and freak out. No, don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> to the news! <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that if you're going to be outside, you could come across a thunderstorm today. It's possible. And blow away. Mm. You could possibly blow away as well. Mm. Yeah. Now, the heat is going to continue uh, for the next couple of days, uh, but not necessarily for the entire long weekend and into Canada Day. Now, today, are we still under that heat warning? Yep. Still yeah, the heat still warning. there. Mm. Uh, heat warnings were issued for the northern third of our province. So that includes us, Fort McMurray, Fort Chippewa on high level and surrounding areas. Hot temperatures are in forecast for also the southern parts of the province as well. We've got a heat warning that was issued for us here in Edmonton also for the city of Calgary um, and all the way pretty much to the Saskatchewan border now temperatures are going to hit um, as high as 29 in those regions and we're only going to dip to about 14 15 tonight mm. and that's when they issue those heat warnings when high temperature conditions are exposed for a a, a long time mm-hmm. when we, basically when we don't get cold at night yeah. is what it comes down to yeah. so drink lots of water today and if you're working outside take frequent breaks in the heat or cool indoor spaces when possible yeah even just sitting outside yesterday was just unbearable it was hot yeah I was Sweltering. sitting outside reading and I was just sweating mm-hmm. yeah like, oh my god I need to go inside <laughs> yeah and stay out there very long now, we do get a break of that. If you plan to be outdoors this Canada Day, be prepared for some rain because it looks like we could have some rain roll into the city of Edmonton for the weekend as well. So it's going to start off hot and sunny, 28 degrees on Friday. But then as we uh, move into Saturday, uh, we could see some showers, 60% chance of showers. And then we kind of go right back into the heat again. Mm. So there's still, it's still going to be nice enough to get outside this weekend. Oh, yeah. Which is really nice. Are you doing anything for Canada Day, Haley? Uh, we're going camping. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. cool. Just yeah. going to hang out in the trees. Wow, you got that camper now. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we got the truck to pull it. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is great. Good weekend. You live yeah. in large. I know. I feel like a wealthy lady. <laughs> A wealthy lady. Because <laughs> she moved out of the quad trailer. Yeah. I feel fancy. Don't even yeah. look at me in the eyes. Like, this, I'm, I'm too good for this This now. one yeah. has a door and windows. <laughs> and a bathroom. Damn. Damn. Wow. Yeah. No more piss bucket in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> it is a big day when you're moving out of your quad trailer. <laughs> And into your camera. And we like to celebrate it with you. Yeah. We do. We're so proud of you. It's true. Uh, let's head off to Calgary where a couple there is pretty upset and calling out Bell after being hit with hundreds of dollars in long distance cell phone charges despite having a roaming plan. Mm. So Todd and his wife Elizabeth went down to Texas. They did a road trip to see family and friends and they had previously incurred a large cell phone bill while going down to the States. So they decided it was time to get the international road plan. Sure. So they got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They said it was $13 a day. Great. And then you could use what you needed to use within that. Yep. And uh, Marie said, so they, you know, got on their phones. They thought they were paying $13 a day. So that's why they say that they were shocked when their bell, when their bell bill arrived and it was $756. <gasps> what? Oh my 450 God. of that was long distance charges. And apparently when he tried to question Bell about it, he didn't get very far. Oh my goodness. What is the, uh, what's the deal? Well, apparently. Did you get like one free call? Like, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not with Bell, so I'm not. 
familiar with their roaming plan we've never, had a, we've never had a problem with the Telus one. Never. Yeah, because I'm with Virgin. They're a subsidiary of Bell, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I they have rules. There's only a certain amount that you can do on mm. their roaming. Yeah. It's like 500 megabytes of data for like the first day, and then it's, it's shorter after that. Wow. Yeah, because so, no one really calls my phone, so I don't, no. I don't bother with these roam packages anymore. I just buy an eSIM, yeah. and I get unlimited data wherever I'm at. Yeah, that's right. the way to do it. Yeah, Mars will still do the uh, Telus one, and you've never been yeah. slapped with a fat no, bill. No, I think mine's pretty similar. It's like 13 or $15 a day or whatever, yeah. depending on where, where I'm traveling. Yeah. And these, I can make calls, and I can use like Wi-Fi. Yeah. And, and these people, they got the U.S. one, travel to the U.S., 13 a day? Whatever their Roam Better plan is, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah there's a 13, and then international, 16 So did, they did 13. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Todd said that they told him it was thirteen dollars a day, and if they weren't using it to put their phone in airplane mode, really? Wow, okay. this is, you want to? Because Bell's like, save our data. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Get bent. <laughs> so Todd said um, that when he called to get it, you know, rectified to figure it all out, apparently he didn't get very far with Bell. So what did Todd and Elizabeth do? To the news. Yeah. They ran to the news. Yeah. They went to the news. So the news called Bell, and uh, it turns out Bell did find that they made a mistake. Of course. Hmm. Of course they did. Apparently their plan had not been activated during <gasps> their first few days of the trip. And that the couple would see some credit because of that. Yeah, because I just pulled up their uh, the Bell's Roam Better plan. It's yeah. unlimited calling within the U.S., uh, Puerto Rico, U.S. Virgin Islands, and to, uh, back to Canada. Unlimited texting, use of data from your your mobility rate plan. Uh-huh. Yeah, it should all be covered. So yeah, Bell forgot to activate it. I don't think it. they're they're not getting a lot of their money back though. Oh, oh, what? Well, why? Well, if Bell messed up, yeah, then and take it all off. That it's, makes no sense that they didn't know, like it didn't charge them. Because the second that I turned my phone off of airplane mode when we were on vacation, mm. it says, welcome to whatever country I'm in. Yeah. yeah. He, your roaming plan has been activated. Yeah. The yeah. second I turned my phone off. Yeah, yeah. That hmm. makes no sense. I, I like Bell should have still charged them the $13 well, that's a what day. Todd said, I'll pay mm-hmm. what I, I'll pay what we agreed, yeah, like what, but every, what I owe. Anything beyond that, no, beat it, Bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Now here's the uh, thing. Oh, there's a bit of a twist, you guys. Oh, Bell told the news that it also previously refunded roaming charges for the couple in twenty twenty two as a goodwill gesture and advised them on how the plan worked. So they're blaming the couple. Oh. Mm. So they messed up before. Mm-hmm. They're giving them a credit of eighty dollars. That's it? That's not off a of, lot of money. Off of what? Four hundred seven oh, seven hundred. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow, they're still getting hosed. Yep. How does like how do you not you're like I was away we agreed to you turning this on it didn't turn on because I think a lot of us have like well like the beginning of these like travel plans and stuff people have messed up and been like I oh guess. my god my phone bill is crazy and the phone companies kind of do you solid and give yeah. you one oh man but huh. if the plan wasn't activated on Bell's end that's a hundred percent on them yeah that's their fault. Did the couple just not ask for it? Well, I'm not sure. That's pretty much where the story ends. Yeah. Oh. That's weird because mine just, auto- like, I don't have to call and set it up. It just automatically so does, does mine. It. Yeah, yeah mine does too. Turned on if you need it. Like, it's 2023. Our phones should just switch. Yeah, it should just know. Hmm. <sighs> so where do they go now? Because they've already went to the news. Todd says, I'm out of bell. He's pulling out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he says I'm out. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of YOLO phones? <laughs> yeah. Y- YOLO. <laughs> YOLO, YOLO telecommunications. Yeah. <laughs> Now that would be affordable phones. Oh yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, discount phones. Discount I a, phones. I have a whole junk drawer full of old phones. <laughs> old, we sell our old phones. Yeah, some have cracked screens. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yellow. Some have water damage, right? Yellow, baby. Yeah, yellow. <laughs>
cheap, cheap plans, super cheap plans. Super cheap plans. You know what? That would be successful. I'll create my own network. Honestly, you would do so well, especially with like the big three up here. Uh, Having another one? Mine would have to be underground though, because the big three, they're terrible. They're going to cut your throat. They'll never let me compete. Nope. No, well, that's not them. I'll compete with uh, the... That's the government. Uh, <laughs> that well, new government. Yeah, but they also call the shots, too. <laughs> they do. Oh, I know they do. Yeah, I know. Best it's <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right, for those of you who were excited about seeing Elon Musk fight Mark Zuckerberg in a fight, apparently Elon Musk's mom has already said she wants to call it off. What? Of Come on. I know. And now dad isn't thrilled with the idea either. He said, quote, the thing is, if this crazy fight goes ahead, if Elon beats this guy, Elon will be called a bully, being so much heavier and taller than Mark. If he loses, the humiliation will be total. It's a no-win situation for Elon. He also said, quote, I think Elon has gotten himself into a difficult situation as a result of high school behavior they both have. Mm. So is the fight going to happen? Well, it's still hard to believe that a fight between Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk might actually happen. Oh, I hope so. But if it does, who do you think will win? Okay, so Kat and I had this conversation yesterday. We, yeah. went, we went in depth about it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think Mark Zuckerberg is going to win. Yeah. Okay. I, I 100% think Zuckerberg. Yeah. he And the reason why I think he's going to win is stupid. Um, and I know it's stupid. But I kind of a little bit believe the conspiracy theories that he's a lizard person. So <laughs> like a little tiny part of me believes it. So I think his like lizard abilities are going to okay, make it a little right. bit easier to kick Elon's butt. That might work. Although uh, Elon was photographed the other day with his sparring partner. Mm, and no his, way. Yeah, I put a picture on the app. He's and, training? And Elon's sparring partner says he was extremely impressed by the billionaire's strength. Yeah, but that's what you tell billionaires. Right? You would never tell Elon. Anything I'm sorry, different. Elon is soft. Yeah. Like, he is not... He may be soft on the outside, but maybe he's just like... No, rock, rock solid. solid. You need yeah. to be soft on the outside to win a fight. <laughs> <laughs> or you need to be hard, rather. You can't be that soft. He's not... No. That's like when you tell kids, oh yeah, you did such a good job. And they like just barely did the minimum. Where yeah. did um where did Kat stand? With she it? agrees with me. She thinks Mark Zuckerberg's gonna win. Okay, well this is interesting because according to this study, yeah. the majority of people think that Elon's gonna win. Really? Twenty eight percent said Elon will take the victory. Seventeen percent said Zuckerberg did, and thirty nine percent said they're not sure. Did the poll come from Twitter? A skewed, <laughs> a skewed platform. <laughs> the only person voting was Elon. Twitter poll. <laughs> and all of his staff. <laughs> Meanwhile, forty three percent of people said that they didn't even hear anything about it. Like they didn't even know that this was news. Yeah, I kind of hope it happens. I want to see some billionaires fight each other. I think they should, uh, as uh, billionaires love to do, just put a bunch of garbage online. I think they should fight with their words. <gasps> oh, and try, God. And, like, they have... A roast. There's a 20-minute window yeah. of them. They spar it out yeah. with their words and their brains. Oh, it, it would it'd be unbearable to watch. <laughs> Why? Well, oh, my God. Imagine what would come out of it. Why? It would either be incredibly offensive or none of us would understand. We'd all be like, what are these fools doing? <laughs> Just like <laughs> just letters and numbers. I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I want blood. <laughs> now, according to the Now family, here's what some people are saying. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. This text here says Zuckerberg will be all over Elon like a spider monkey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Isn't he like into jujitsu? Yes, he is. Yeah. That's why I think he's going to win, too. Mm. He knows how to fight. This text here, 56789, says Team Zuck all the way. Musk looks like a low life that would pull a Mike Tyson move and bite, you, bite him. Mm. <laughs> oh, he might bite him. Oh, this is good a good point. point. This yeah. one's a good point here. Um, 
This one says Mark Zuckerberg might be the better athlete, yeah. but Musk is built like a fifties fridge, and those are known too. for being fairly unbreakable. <laughs> like a fifties fridge, it totally is. No <laughs> lever on the door. Oh, it is. <laughs> you can't kill those fridges. No. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. oh. Yeah, he'll just tire out Zuckerberg, and then yeah. one kick, and he's down. Oh man. No. This text here says, I think this fight would be absolutely hilarious. Mm -hmm. Do either one even know how to actually throw a punch? LOL. Well, here's the thing is I think that Mark Zuckerberg has actually been training in jiu-jitsu for like years now. Mm. Yeah. So he's got like some background. He should be all right. Be able to hold his own. Maybe Elon's got some secret technology where he can just reprogram himself. Because he's trying to do, what is it, Neuralink? Yeah. Where you uh, connect to the brain. Maybe he's able to just program in some like crazy martial arts. He's going to get a suit like Ripley from Predator. Oh, my God. He can't get self-driving done right on my Tesla. There's no way. (laughs) There's no way he's (laughs) figured that out. If he wants to win a fight against Mark, I bet if he put his little noggin to it, he could figure it out. He's got to figure this out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you Google Zuckerberg Jiu-Jitsu, yeah. he's just kicking ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> doing karate in the garage. He's doing karate. Ugh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> would you guys pay for this? Oh for my real? God, I would pay so much money. You would? Like this. if it's pay-per-view? Oh, I have never paid for a fight on TV, but that is the fight that I would pay for. I would get cable for this. Oh, I, I, I ain't paying, but I'll hook up my Cody box. Yeah. And I'll, I'll navigate through that terrible platform. <laughs> <laughs> just to do it for free. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, no, I would pay a lot of money to watch those two brawl. <laughs> oh, it'd be so much fun. Is this going to happen? It's not going to happen, right? I hope it does. Because didn't Logan Paul say he was going to fight somebody for a while and then they actually did fight? That's true. Yes. That's true. But Logan Paul's an actual fighter. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He is. yeah. He's yeah. an actual he made, fighter. He makes some good cash. Oh, okay. yeah. 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 He's a professional fighter. Um, there's lots of memes too rolling out. <laughs> I won't post this one. But <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> No that one's a little offensive You can't yeah, But there's lots of memes About this yeah. match too That you can find <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the gif Of Napoleon And his uh, dad Like pushing each other Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody just posted that In the app <laughs> Oh man <laughs> <laughs> Oh I'm so excited I really hope this happens I wonder if it will oh, the, Yeah the I don't know Billionaire brawl mm-hmm. We'll have to wait and see mm-hmm. We'll have to wait and see Some people are just saying Musk would just sit on Zuck yeah. Who knows yeah, who, who knows This is a wild story um, And I feel sorry for this young lady Apparently a bride who baked and decorated her own wedding cake Says that she would sh- was shocked that it garnered criticism online Which she shouldn't be shocked People are horrible online uh, The discussion um, around Lily's cake Apparently first sparked in mid-May When a wedding photographer shared a video of her gold, white, and blue cake um, that she made for the wedding. So she got married, took some photos of it, went on her honeymoon. They did a cruise. Mm-hmm. And when they went to port, she turned on her phone only to be, um, I guess, bombarded with messages by her friends saying your photos and videos have gone viral online. Oh. She said that when she clicked on all the views and comments, she said to herself, quote, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently some of the comments were very negative And then got even more and more negative She said that it shocked her at first Fortunately her husband and her family Reminded her that the wedding cake was a hit And not to listen to what people are saying online What what is the problem with the cake? I don't know I think it's really pretty I was picturing Like like, I can't do that 
Um, what was that cake show that we were all into? <laughs> nailed oh, it. Oh, nailed it. it. Yeah, I was picturing nailed it here, and she'd be like, "I'm going, fl- I'm going on my flight, and yay!" And it would be like the most disastrous cake ever. It's, it's not a bad it's pretty. cake, right? Uh, I think because people, um, you forget that you're talking to human beings when yeah. you're talking online or texting mm-hmm. or. I think I think there's like a dehumanizing thing, so people you can just say and be and do oh, whatever you want. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, but like it's like it's one thing to rag on uh, like a, a nailed it style cake where you're like that does not at all look like a minion. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this this oh, looks yeah, like it's a, a, a nice wedding cake. And then nice. she got that thing so tall. I know that's impressive. Well, the internet didn't think so. Ugh, what like, a bunch of jerks. Why? Yeah, I just don't get. I don't get why they would rag on that. Yeah. It's a gorgeous cake. She says she isn't discouraged by it though, and she's going to continue to bake cakes. Like she even got ragged on it because people are like ripping her because she was decorating it on her wedding day. Yeah. Well, whatever. Do Who whatever cares? you want on your wedding day. Who cares? Do whatever you want. Yeah. She could be smoking weed on her wedding day. Who cares? <laughs> I <did>. was. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have a flower girl. We had smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a fog machine. <laughs> nope, just the bride. <laughs> Everyone's handed a dube as you're walking down the aisle. <laughs> fog machine, baby. <laughs> oh, Can man. you bake like that, Haley? Like, are you able to bake like that? Not like that. Like, yeah. that is way out of my league. Because she's got, like, four or five layers on this cake. And it's at least four feet high. So she's got supports and stuff in oh, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she got a bunch of pins like through the middle of it and then stacked it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, looks... I could make five separate cakes, but I couldn't stack them like that. If I went to a wedding and that was rolled out, I'd be like, damn, that's a big cake. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like, oh my God, what is this trash? <laughs> Did she make that herself? <laughs> no. <laughs> and yeah. it probably took her forever. Oh, yeah. That mm-hmm. amount of work? Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. <sighs> Oh, the internet. <laughs> oh, so full of sunshine oh, and rainbows. Oh, the internet. <laughs> did anybody make their wedding cake? Just uh, quickly, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Did, is there anybody listening who made an elaborate cake? Like it would save you so much money. It would. How much? You did. You did, did do, pie. You did pie. pie. I did pie. Mm-hmm. I did do cake. Was the pie still pricey? Wasn't bad. Okay, that's okay. Wasn't bad. Were they Costco pies? No, they made them from scratch. (laughs) Whoa. They were homemade pies. Those Costco pies are good. That's not a knock. You can get big ass. Oh, yeah. Costco pies. Yeah, Yeah, sure. Yeah, Yeah. we got to uh, pick the different flavors we wanted, and they made them all from scratch. I don't recall if I even ate your pie. Oh. I didn't eat your pie. (laughs) I remember the night 100%. I don't. I was having a good time. Did you make it to the taco in a bag? Uh, uh, no. Yeah, How? I did. Okay, there. Good. I made it. I yeah, because I, I had the munchies. I'm like, I paid <laughs> for so many meals. You better have eaten them. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe, I, uh, maybe I ate your pie. I don't yeah. recall. I didn't eat the pie, and I didn't have the taco in the bag. Did I, the pie make it onto the patio? Uh, probably. Okay. I got It was nice. They made me my own individual little yeah. pie, and Hayden got his own individual little pie. Oh, yeah. Oh, they were so oh. good. Maybe I had a bite of your pie. You might have. What kind of pie? It was like a caramel apple pie. Whoa. Mm. And Hayden got, um, I think it was strawberry rhubarb. Damn. Mm. Oh, God, it was so good. Hmm. <laughs> I yeah. think about it still. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, I'm sure I did. <laughs> Sit in your backyard on a hot day thinking about your pie. Mm. That's awesome. All right, sometimes a good deed can turn into a hot mess. And that's almost happened here. But there was a bit of a silver lining. A man from California named Michael recently shared a story about how his neighbor is a 70-year-old Hindu priest and he wanted to support him in his efforts by donating $150 to a GoFundMe that was providing food for starving people in Bangladesh. However though Michael from California made a mistake. 
Instead of $150, he donated $15,000. He got notifications from his credit card company, but it went through. He had the room. Michael contacted GoFundMe and was promised a refund, but before it was processed, the charity saw the huge donation come through, and the person who runs the charity sent Michael pictures and videos of people in Bangladesh graciously thanking him for the massive donation. People were so grateful that they were even holding signs up in the video (laughs) with his name on it. No! And how do you go back on that? You can't. Michael did. No! (laughs) No, he didn't. That's a lot to eat, though, right? Yeah, that's a lot of food. Uh, That's just, uh, yeah, it's a lot. That's a lot of cash. Michael had no choice but to explain the error error to someone involved with the campaign. And even though he couldn't actually donate $15,000 once his refund went through, he went back and he did raise his donation from $150 to $1,500. Although that's good. $1,500 is a good donation. Could you imagine? It's not at all what he intended to donate. You accidentally (laughs) donate $15,000 and people who desperately need that donation have made signs and are holding up signs with your name on it yeah and you're like they're raising oh, you up like you're that. you're our savior thank you oh my you're god like, oh god i can't afford that and he's like it's a mistake everyone oh <laughs> give me oh. a sign <laughs> gosh he did raise his donation like i said to 1500 dollars though but some say he might have been guilted into that the 1500 oh he totally was maybe he was but there's really nothing nefarious about it it was just an innocent appreciation and shout out to Michael for really stepping up for those folks Michael says that the charity's host was incredibly gracious and understanding when he was told that the $15,000 was a mistake and Michael was told that the $1,500 still made a huge impact on the community but the good news is, is it doesn't end there. Michael did deliver a little bit more than that as well. Uh, Michael, of course, went to the news and several TV shows picked it up and even more people heard about the campaign. So they started tossing in a couple of bucks as well. They've now raised more than $120,000 US for the charity. Oh, they ended up setting up a uh, GoFundMe after yeah, this. Yeah, they did. Well, yeah. that's what he donated to was a GoFundMe. Oh, on the GoFundMe. Okay. Yeah. So they oh, raised. I thought, there, yeah. I thought another one was set up. Okay. So just by Michael making the mistake, it got the word out there. So it was a yeah, win all good. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a win. The charity ended up making one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Well, that's nice. But that got me thinking. Um, what did you accidentally donate? Now that could be anything from an accidental zero that snuck in there. Mm-hmm. That could be an actual item that you shouldn't have brought off, uh, dropped off at the donation bin mm-hmm. or to the goodwill. One was supposed to go into storage, and yeah. it ended up at the goodwill. <laughs> maybe one was supposed to go to mom or dad. Mm, yeah. Maybe one was. Maybe one box was precious memories mm. of photo albums. Yeah. Whoops. Mm-hmm. This text here at five six seven eight nine from Pauline says, "Guys, I've done that before." I meant to donate $50 to the Heart and Stroke Foundation and I accidentally donated 500 I was too embarrassed to call them back mm. and ask for a refund, so I just ate it. Yeah. Oh, oh that's tough. That's rough. Because, like, that's a lot of money. Yes, like, there's a it big is. difference between 50 and 500 There's a big difference between 150 and 15000 Wow, that's obviously very massive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even just like as simple as 50 to 500 uh-huh. that's a lot. That's a huge difference. Did you accidentally give too much money? Um, maybe did you accidentally donate, um, I don't know, like a box of stuff that shouldn't have been dropped off? Crash almost donated his uh, Samsung watch. I know, it, it fell off my wrist into the <laughs> donation bin. If they didn't have it, or I guess, or if they... 
if they didn't, if they weren't honest with you there, then you just it would be gone. Well, right? I'd be yeah. like, I'm tracking it, and it shows that it's there. I'm going to go through all your bins. Oh, <laughs> you're just making uh, a bin. <laughs> I can hear it. I know it's in there. <laughs> your accidental donation. Yeah. What happened? This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, if you're just joining us this morning, we're talking about this poor fella. Uh, down in California. His name is Michael, and he accident accidentally donated $15,000 to a GoFundMe instead of $150. He got a refund, but people saw his original donation and were thanking him, so he decided to raise his donation to $1,500. He had to call the charity mm-hmm. to say, I made a huge mistake. I need you to refund my money. Yeah. And that was after they sent him videos of people holding up signs with his name on it because... I'd be like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes here. Dancing in the street, celebrating his name. (laughs) We're going to name a wing after you. (laughs) 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 Well, I'm sorry, I got to take my money back. (laughs) Yeah. So we want to know, when did you, what did you accidentally donate? Whether it was stuff from your house, maybe stuff from someone else's house. Maybe it was, in fact, money. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you put something in. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, 780-489-4669 if you uh, want to share a story here. Uh, I was trying to get uh, uh, this person to call, but I don't think they can. Okay. Because uh, I want to I f- I hear the passion <laughs> behind the story. All right. It says, guys, my husband is completely banned from donating anything. Why? When I was at work, he decided to donate a bunch of my stuff. Uh-oh. We were moving houses at the time. He donated our dog's ashes. <laughs> Oh, no. He's probably like, oh, what's this box? Oh, whatever. That's exactly what he did. Oh. Can you imagine the poor worker who had to sort through all of that stuff and right? just found a box of ashes? And like, you're in the middle of a move. You're mm-hmm. not worrying about like where everything is. If something's missing, you think it just got put in a moving box. So it was probably like weeks, if not months away before you're like, where's my dog's ashes? Yeah. So that is long gone at the donation center. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what he did crash. He was like, I don't know what's in this box. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. He's just like, I don't know, whatever. Stupid little box. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I've uh, I've accidentally donated one of Hayden's things. Does he know? Oh, I t- brought it up on our honeymoon. I finally admitted it to him. You bring something like that up on the honeymoon? We're already you- married. He can't get rid of it. <laughs> right. What did you donate? So when we were living in our uh, apartment down by the university, we were moving into our townhouse. So we were like cleaning everything up and yeah. I had a donation bag mm-hmm. and I had accidentally put a poster it was a Travis Pastrana poster so it's a motorcycle dude yeah, yeah. and Hayden had gotten it signed for him so it had his name on it oh and no I, I didn't realize I thought it was just like one from a magazine that had the pre-signature on it <sighs> so I donated it no no and when we moved he asked me but he's like where is it I can't find it anywhere I'm like mm, I don't know must have got lost in the move oh my god I finally admitted it to him on our honeymoon he's like that's where it went oh. did you know what you were donating or was it a total you had, had no idea because no you thought it was just a print yeah I thought it was just a print from like a magazine because it was a poster that he had in our uh, in our bedroom. But it, like you didn't realize like the corner that's like, hey Hayden, thanks for the support, bud. Yeah, I didn't see it. <laughs> didn't read I it. didn't see it either, Haley. I'm with you. Nope. I wouldn't see it either. I saw a dude on a dirt bike, and I'm like, out of here. <laughs> Doesn't fit the vibe. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I was mortified. And he it, w- it was years ago, like five six years ago that I did this, oh. and I just fessed up to it this year. Oh, that sucks. I was mortified. Is it worth money? Uh, it wasn't really worth money. No, but, but it's sentimental value. It was super sentimental to him. Yeah. Because he was a huge Travis Pastrana fan. Like, 
I felt so bad. I added him on Facebook. I reached out to him. No, you did. <laughs> oh, like, you got crazy with him? I never heard anything back from Travis or oh. his team. Oh. Yeah, because he's probably like, oh, getting crazy. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I tossed out your poster. I had, had my husband's name on it. Help me. Yeah, help. <laughs> oh, they never got back to you. No. I'm yes. actually a little surprised by that. Yeah. Really? Are you surprised? Yeah. Who is this weirdo? How <laughs> many people do. are reaching out to these stars yeah. being like, oh, this happened. Give me a signed autograph. Exactly. Right. And that's kind of what I figured. So I wasn't that heartbroken about it. Yeah. But I felt so bad. Yeah. yeah. So bad. Yeah. It's just sentimental on that yeah. one. And yeah. Got rid of it. Yeah. yeah. Whoops. <laughs> no name on this text at 56789 says, guys, I accidentally donated my roommate's basketball signed by Michael Jordan. <gasps> he had three of them. I made a huge mistake. Mm. So I'm because I don't know actually who Haley's talking about. So I'm going to guess the signed Michael Jordan basketballs are worth more yep. than the other fella. I think so. Yeah. Then uh, Travis Pastrana. Yeah, yeah, I don't know who that is. He's from Nitro Circus. Don't know what that is. <laughs> that's fair. Cash <laughs> knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's good. All right, okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, this one. I uh, wonder how many times this happens to you. Just when you're cleaning up, says I donated my prescription eyeglasses oh. by mistake a couple weeks ago. You're just like oh. grabbing a bunch of stuff. You're like, I don't know. I don't think I've used that in a bit. Oh. Well, Talk. you don't. You don't have them on, so you can't see. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> and we've all made the mistake with bags of clothing. Oh. Yeah, for uh, sure. My sister donated a few bags clothes to the Goodwill one summer. Yeah. That fall, though, she went looking for her leather jacket and realized it was in one of the bags that she donated. She accidentally donated the wrong bag. Yeah, it sucks. Just like the winter wear was like put in a bag, yeah. but put mm-hmm. away. Yeah, I've started uh, when I make donation bags, I let them sit in one of our spare rooms for a couple months mm. so that if I'm like, oh, where did this go? And I, I'm looking for it. Yeah. If it ended up in that bag, yeah. I could still retrieve it. I find doing uh, like donation bags, put them in the blue bag so you They're can clear. S- so you could see what's in there. Yeah. And then if it's sitting there for like a week or two, then you're like, mm, no, I'm done with it. Yeah. Oh, listen to this text. Are you ready? Five six seven eight nine it says, guys, I was at a charity event. <laughs> And my friend uh, that my friend was holding, and I had a lot of wine that night. Oh, no. So I thought I would help bump up the bidding on some of the silent auction items to make more money for her charity. Mm -hmm. Well, nobody beat my bid. So I ended up having to buy a bunch of paintings of animals that I don't even like. Like hyenas. There was a lot of hyenas. And they're announcing who won the bids, and they're like, well. It's all you. <laughs> Here's another one. Oh, those those auctions, though, are oh fun. And every time you try to up the bid, like, you're like, oh, I'm going to pump up the bidding a little bit by being, like, by donating this. Yeah. No one ever goes above you. That's why you got to write someone else's name on there. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that on either. On the sly walk by and be like, Barry T. You, no, Barry T. <laughs> Because no one in this city will think that that's odd that it's, it was purchased by an old club. Very <laughs> <laughs> <Barry> tees. <laughs> they need new decor. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, a lot of uh, a lot of these accidental donations to uh, booze is involved. Yeah, there's a little bit of liquor coming in. Just yeah. when you're like cleaning up, you're decluttering. Sure, yeah, get Uh-oh. work done, right? Drunk decluttering. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Katie at five six seven eight nine says I accidentally donated my husband been signed Kirk Hammett guitar last year. Oh no. I wanted to cry so bad. Oh, that's way worse than a poster. Uh, getting rid of a guitar, that's kind of big. That is big. 
Right? Oh boy! Why would you donate his guitar? Was he tr- was he trying to play it for you too much? <laughs> was like, he please bad? Stop. <laughs> Stop. We've talked about how people don't like to be serenaded. They yeah. don't. This text here says, I accidentally had, uh, donated my rollerblades. They were in a donation box. I just didn't look in it. Mm. Oh, that sucks. Well, like, yeah, once again, rollerblades when, you're, aren't when cheap. you're tidying up, and if you already have these bags, you don't want to go through them again. No. So you don't verify. So, like, even you, Haley, hanging yeah. on to your stuff for a couple months in bags. Yeah. Probably you've never went back in the bag. No, and uh, there's a pair of pants that I'm missing that I can't find, and I have a feeling they're in that bag, but I just lifted a couple clothes off the top and didn't see it, and I just put them back. Yeah, because you're not about to empty the bag out again and then go through it, because you know you're going to end up being like, oh, I'll keep these, I'll keep these. Well, I'm also not 100% sure they still fit, so they should probably be in that bag. You're like disappointed. They should be in that bag. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be sad. Oh, it's a sad bag. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right, guys. Well, watch what you're donating. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Take a peek. Mm-hmm. What was the poster of? Travis Pastrana. Yeah, but what was he doing in it? Dirt biking. Dirt biking. Oh. He's a dirt biker. He yeah, was you- on a dirt bike. <laughs> I mean, you it know. was him on a dirt bike. Yeah. Dirt biking. Mars is not big into sentimental value on anything. Well, I was just so. gonna say, like, you don't really need that hanging in your room. Well, it was either that or the fish hook, so I made my choice. Oh. <laughs> it was a poster being held up by thumbtacks on a wall cool. or a fish hook. Awesome. I chose the fish hook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Class it up. <laughs> oh, I still feel bad about that. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, he's forgiven me. He's like, you hung on to that for so long, and I'm like, I couldn't tell you. I had to wait till we got married to make sure that. I'm yeah. gonna be safe. It would have been terrible, like if he had uh, not uh, Hayden. If the dirt biker had died, oh my god, he'd be like, oh my god, it no. would have been worth millions. It was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We sure do appreciate it. Yeah, uh, check it out tomorrow. <gasps> oh, it's Friday, guys. Tomorrow Thank is Friday. Oh, love Fridays. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be a really nice day tomorrow. It's going to be a really nice day uh, today as well. So enjoy it. And we are back tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock with you guys. We will see you guys then. Want to join the show live? Live? Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.